again? Stiz. Stiz? Stiz, yeah. Stiz. Now, shout out to them, man. I mean, even given with the, the last year car, when you had so many big names, you had what? That was the Bill Collector T. We should never do that again. I like how we did that at the same time. We should never do that again. Ever again. I never, I didn't even notice that. Ever. I, <laughs> I'm putting on the hard glasses too. Yeah. What the fuck? You grew me today. This is trying to go But, anyways, um, nah, shout out to uh, Battle Academy. Um, Stiz, all of them in Philly, continue to try to bring back that Philly vibe. And it shows that it's still a market here for battle rap. Uh, this no remorse reloaded car looks amazing, yo. I'm not even gonna hold you. Starting from the bottom with Dub the Phenom and Di the Henny Man, two of uh, more say you really some of the most underrated talent in battle rap right now. When you got Di the Henny Man, shout out to Jay Black. He even spoke on it on his pod. Well, his show and such, just saying that like Di the Henny Man, instead of just hosting, he needs more plates. He shows that. He really cares about the game, the the purity of battle rap, and you know what I'm saying, taking care of it, taking hold of his skill. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to uh he can rap too though, like, right. like DI Moses um league, do or die battle league. Mm-hmm. Make a battle verb on there. Water had to get that water. But even though even battling having your own events, then to the point where you going around having dope battles. Like URL definitely is, you know what I'm saying, missing the ball, uh, dropping the ball with him right now. But hey, he's gonna get that love in Philly and he's going against a serious opponent. We seen Dub the Phenom versus E um E Heart, Cook Food. Mm -hmm. We seen him versus um what was the brother name? Was it reverse live? He went up on KOTD. It was a Mad Flex, I believe, or no, nah, it was it was reverse live on KOTD. It was reverse live. Dope battle, but he went crazy though. Dub the Phenom is something you do not play with lightly and i'm gonna keep it tall with you i got him probably taking this battle yeah. I, I have him taking this battle are these Those one rounders do you know if these are one rounders or three rounders um i'm gonna go off the assumption that they are three rounders just so i can have okay. a reason to have an excitement to talk about it because you know how i feel about one rounders but um who's you, who, who you feeling with this battle man i think i got dub man like don't get me wrong henny henny look Hennyman, Hennyman, we love you. Want to show Hennyman? Hennyman, pull up, pull up. Facts. Hennyman, get you mean kill shot, all that. We fuck with it. We fuck with it. I have a wine Dub shot. The scene, um, Water shot. Now I got the gin. I got the Jimmy Gin Gin on deck. Man. You already Ooh. know. But yeah, back to saying Dub the Phenom. Dub the Phenom is just like yo, him in Reverse Live. If it was Reverse, because I know he. He got, reverse live. he got a KOTD play during the I believe it was reverse live where he cooked food. He went crazy. Like I said, the E-Heart battle. The E-Heart battle. Yep, that's what I used to He kind of bodied her, yo. Like, he kind of bodied E-Heart. And that's, you just don't say that on an everyday no. basis. You know what I'm saying? It's rare. I think E-Heart, her. He's I mean, from Philly, I believe, too. This yeah, is a home, is. This is a home play for him. Oh, yeah, yeah. He got He's that. got that. He got he that. He's going to himself too crazy. That home cooking, that home cooking, mm -hmm. too much for Henny Man. Um, Ines and Kaboom versus Ryder and Cuban. Uh, I like this battle. I like, uh, I really do like seeing the DMV guys, the you know, what I'm saying eggs, whatever they homies. So I'm about to keep doing the goonie shit, but they just homies <laughs> at the end of the day. But, um, I like when they team up on the low, like not even on the low, like anytime they team up, they do really well. Like the what was it, Ryder and 
Ryder and Jack versus twerking drugs. Twerking drugs. That was a dope battle. Um, the two on two per se, even you got called pussy every round. Their rounds were dope. With the homie, with Team Homie. Yeah, but neither here nor there. Their rhymes were dope. Or if you even take away the uh shit when it was, who was it? Was it Ryder and who was it? it was Ryder and somebody versus Snake Eyes and Dougie. Oh, Born Born Legacy Five. Who was he teaming with that night? Ryder and Jack. It was Ryder and Jack. Ryder. That Yo. was their first. That was their first. Oh, they went crazy. Now, now we could this time is Cuban. And I don't t- that takes nothing away from Cuban is just as energetic. He doesn't have he doesn't have the rhyme pattern of in that that uh Jack has clearly. But if you talk about energy, dope creativity with the bars, wittiness, he's just he's just up there with um right in my opinion. You look at the battle where they had against um who was it? Uh where he did the boxing scheme. Um I know as far as Cuban, his recent performances that stood out to me were Young Cannon. That was it. It was the Young Cannon battle. Young Cannon. That was a rookies and vets battle. Oh, too, I remember the joint he did the war vet joint. Like he knows how to get creative with battles. And what type of battles do you get your most creative in? Is two on twos. I think you. I think yeah. the team will be fine. I think the chemistry will pick up from there. Now you go on the other side with Enes. I'm not too fond of Kaboom, but that's more so your realm. But I know Enes in, in this realm has been wildly entertaining, and him in a two on two format. We is just going back and forth rapping. That's that's their errors type of shit. You have we seen that? baby shit though? Back and forth. Rap. That's 80 baby shit all day. Have we seen Enes in the two on two yet? Like in this era? No, but we've seen him battle rap in this era and he looks comfortable as shit. That nigga, yo, Enes when he's in his bag like that. Once again, a person of nice wit, very entertaining on the stage, can show creativity in his body. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna sleep on this battle. It's more so Kaboom. I'm looking at to, to see if he can keep up with Ines, but I'm gonna go right at Cuban. What were you gonna say? Two things I need to that we need to look out for in this battle. Kaboom's um he's prone to choking a lot. So his we, we got maybe Enes needs to he's gonna have to carry a lot of that weight of the team because Kaboom is known to Give give battles up. We seen him. That's in all I'm saying. On That's this same platform, he gave up that battle. Oh my god, that was that was nasty. That was nasty, bro. And then the second thing is Enes. Whenever he tries something new, he always loses. Uh, I think he will try something too new because what what he's been doing has been working. Because uh, DNA, the DNA battle comes to mind. He tries. No, no, we're not gonna out. go that far. We're not gonna go that far. Like I said, we're talking about. Enes in 2021, he's been way more comfortable than that. You but go way rematch. far back to, to bring up the negative. Like, you go decades back. I, I'm an asshole. I'm sorry. <laughs> Shout hey, out to Jared. No, what's happening? My boy out here on his shit, bro. You already know. The DNA rematch, though, Enes did a lot better because oh, he yeah. stuck to that oh, old yeah. Enes. He needs to stick to that old Enes in this battle. But when I think of it, I think of it like his KOTD performances or some of his like, oh, like just a lot magic. of his like indie, his indie battle league um joints. It's been really no. See, I knew somebody was gonna do that. Y'all need to get Grape your Street, brain out. Grape Street Ari. See, that's what's wrong with y'all. See, if I go around white people, they're gonna think I'm ready to go to a festival. That's y'all niggers, y'all niggers mind. See, y'all, y'all got me out talking like Charlie Clips. 
<laughs> throw it up one time, man. Throw it up one time. Yeah. <laughs> Nigga, I'll be like, what? <laughs> yo, yo, you gotta chill, Clips. But nah, uh, like I said, that's gonna be an interesting two on two. But like I said, I got Ryder and Cuban probably wiping the floor with them, though. You feel me? Uh, I got Enos and Kaboom, man. I, I'm a sucker for the nostalgia. Oh, damn. Now, this <laughs> battle, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Say, get this your neighbors out the way now. This is the one. This is gonna be one of the ones, yeah. bro. Like, this is a type of battle where just like, if you're just a fan of dope writing and entertainment, like these dudes are about to give you so much credit. I think, yo, one thing I will say, let's say what well, we say who we're talking about. New Jersey twerk versus Chef Trez. Mm. This mm. is heat. I love this matchup. I love that, you know what I'm saying? Uh Stiz is giving Twerk a plate. Like, not saying that he wasn't getting any plates, but after that nasty choke, niggas wasn't trying to see Twerk at the moment. And let's keep it tall. We're kind of like backtracking on everything we've been saying just because of our excitement. But look at the match. I mean, anytime you see dope matches on paper, you're we're gonna do this. We're gonna do this. You know what I'm saying? I can't help it. Maybe it's us or maybe it's me. I love seeing like great. Potential for matches, you know what I'm saying? Even though it, uh, some fucked up shit can happen, I can't take away the raw emotion that I see when I see a battle like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I, and it's more so I fuck with Chef Trez too. Chef Trez has been needing an amazing plate like this also, because if he if he goes crazy, this is big for him. This if he goes, big. man, this I, could be like he needs to go crazy, like Sharon crazy, like. This needs to be like a, and you saw the tweet that Twerk put out after Gnome, where he said, oh, I didn't feel right watching Gnome from home. I, I got to get back on my shit. I need to get back on my shit. It starts here, Jeruz. It starts uh, in man, this battle. Like, it just, he just, it's not even going to say it starts here because it could be the next, it's just, he has to get his mind. This is what we were talking about in the chat, man, like. No, I mean, blessings to him, you know what I'm saying, just, you know what I'm saying, missing death again from, you know what I'm saying, the sh getting shot at by the police. But it's just like, man, I just wish he would not be in situations like these or in places like this where stuff like this happens. It's a lot man. of crazy like, shit that happens to him. It's man. just, I mean, I know as, I know as you call it, everybody would say, oh, well, you just get up and move and it's always okay. No, it's not. That's not, not always that true. easy. It's not that true. But I just want twerk. I just want better. I just want a better life for twerk. I'm not saying like that. I just want him to be safe, bro. Like I want him to be safe and and at peace enough that he can live out the dreams of that he wants to in this music shit, bro. Where it be battle rap or and or music, because he's too talented for the shit for the shit that's happening to him. Because we don't want to have to be sitting there saying R.I.P. Twerk one of these days, bro. Oh, you mm -hmm. saying you know what I'm he's saying? Too talented. He's too talented. He's too young. talented. He's, he has too much of a gift to this world bro so i i that's just off tangent but yeah. i say that to say that i really hope he gets his shit right you know what i'm saying and gets into a space of peace that he can be able to really really show his gift to the world and for me personally i don't know if he's in that mindset right now maybe he can pull it off with having a one of those one day two day crazy miracles if he does hey so it, so it be but I know that guy's name, Chef Trez, is, is always going to come prepared 
with three of them things in three rounds. You More know, than three. Lately, he's been doing three of them things. Right, but neither here nor there. I'm gonna go Chef Trez, and I think if Chef kind of like dials back on trying to do so many of those, he can really go crazy with the pen. If this battle goes down, how like I ain't gonna lie, not to not to not to sorry, not to cut you off, but I don't want to put too much hype on this. But on paper, this gives me Chef Trez versus Craig Lamar in the spit that heat era type. Easy, easy. If you look at it on paper, you talk about pen versus pen, like. This is that type of vibe where you can Maybe you can a Flyco. Nah, bro. I'm talking about that. This right here, bro. When it was just like, yo, damn, he said that. Damn, he said that. It was one up. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like it can be that. You know what I'm saying? And that's just if twerk is it's up if to he's twerk. trying to if he if he's here, if he's all the way here. You know what I'm saying? Chef has to be there just to just for the potential that twerk can get there. You know what I'm saying? He has to be at 110. Because Twerk has the possibility to go 120 at any time. Especially on these leagues. Small league Twerk is damn near undefeated. Yeah. Bro, it's like going to the record for that nigga, bro. Yeah. It's like really he, like going to the record. Man, I got, if this battle is supposed to go, if, if this battle goes down how it's supposed to go down, like you just said, both at 100%, I got Twerk 2 1 in a class. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that at all, man. Let's move on to the next. A Ward versus Shotgun Shug. Shotgun Shug is on another stop on Ryder's way, and he's gotten to another crazy intersection. In What's life. wrong with this nigga, man? Why does he keep doing why that? he's doing this to himself? Does he is just he a masochist? I don't know, bro. I don't know if he just think he has something on like all of these guys. Like you know that picture of Charlie from all every always sunny in Philadelphia with all the fucking. <laughs> Things pointed together like I feel like he just think he has so many things he can just break down on these guys, and it's just all going to shit in these battles. Like all the information he got to like just destroy these niggas, destroy these writers with his thuggery, it's just all going downhill. I will say he will get around. He will get around because Shug, you can't body this nigga for as much as you can. You can't 3-0 this nigga for some reason. You can beat him 2-1 clear, but you can't 3-0. I mean, Shug is always good for a good round. I can, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. He's good for one round, but A-Ward is just a, the rebuttal. And I'm not, I, think, I think he can get away with one because just the, the strength of the, well, not strength of schedule, but the quantity of the schedule that A-Ward is trying to pull right now. I think he might take it a little light on a, a round for uh should. Um, let me look at the date of this battle because I have a this is July 26. No, this and is when June is, when is Max this, out. This is this July. weekend. When is uh I mean sorry, June 26. Sorry, yeah. When is Max out first week of July? Max out is July 10th. July, so second week or so. Sidebar, that's my that's my god baby's half birthday. Love you. I'll be there. Half birthday. Yeah, my niece is doing a half birthday for her. What's a half birthday? It's like, um, I don't know. It's different. You don't but, even know. I don't know, but it's Moana themed, and I'm going as Maui as per request. So that, you crazy, bro? I can't wait to see this. But um, <laughs> I can I can just go with a war two one. I feel like just lyrical proudness is gonna take over, like. He has a lot of, you know what I'm saying, Sugar's not been on a good winning streak. There's a lot to go at with Sugar right now. 
And I feel like a lot of these these <laughs> matches that he already had are like already contractual. If I was Shug, I'd have been like, yo, all right, let me take a break and go back to the drawing board and go try to do what whatever I thought I was gonna do going into this this path of destruction. I was I was gonna thought I was gonna have. I got to go back to the drawing board because it's not working out. You like, said the last pod, dog. He it started with Jay. Like it hasn't That's been working boot. out since then. It's, it didn't. He lost to Jay. He lost to Nun Nun. He lost to uh, Danny. Who did he battle before that? He lost to Shug. B- I mean, he lost B dot. Like, I mean, that's probably the closest battle people try to give him. You know what I'm saying? But neither he lost every battle he's pretty much been in. Skinny Shug hasn't won a battle yet. Now, Skinny Shug's won some battles, but he hasn't won a battle in 2021. Well, that's when Shug's been skinny. Now, Shug been Shug been slimming down for about a year or two now. Bro. It's about a good year and a half, maybe two. What do you think his last win? Remember, uh, the last win, damn. <laughs> that's but you know me, bro. I, I'm you know I'm I'm not no fucking I'm not no damn encyclopedia. I gotta fucking I gotta look up his damn uh verse tracker. Shotgun Shug, let's see verse tracker. They need an app, man. For real. They really do. Like URL needs a way to like um track these like like not just app win loss records, but just win loss records, period. Mm-hmm. Because they just count the app win loss and it's real misleading. Yeah, I can't even I don't feel like looking for it. Let me go to URL real quick. Uh, keep I'm not gonna lie. I wanna say, I wanna say, fucking um, what's the sh- for Pat? Who did he battle before Pat? Yeah, we're going back he's three and fourteen on the app. That's a first round pick. Let's he, see. He a lottery pick. I think he even did he did he. Did he beat? No, I think he. But did he lose it? I think Young Cannon beat Shug. Did Young Cannon beat Shug in the in that Ultimate Madness two showcase? Who? Young Cannon. Nah. I think that battle was debatable. That might have been a debatable battle. Um, but looking at it, man. Yeah, B dot J Nun Nun. Brooklyn hands. Maybe hands. You probably won the hands battle. I mean, that's probably about it, though. It's hands, though. It's not. Yeah. Shotgun Shug versus Snake Eyes. I don't remember that battle. I remember it. I don't remember it. Yeah, Smack Volume 5. Oh, because it was a two-day. That's true. Yeah, it's yeah, it's dark for Shug right now, bro. And A-War might put the fucking nail in the coffin for bro. Like, I don't know, and he got he got Dre Dennis after that. Like it's he's just booking himself everywhere, just off the name at this point. Because whoever's booking Shug right now is wasting their shit, bro. Listen, man, A Ward is playing a dangerous game, overbooking himself, and then he's got Rosenberg, who's been chilling since show off for Max Out too. And Rosenberg for maybe I got A Ward winning both of those battles two one. I got A Ward beating Shug too. But I also have we're gonna get to the max out predictions after this. But I got yeah, raw in an upset. Yeah, anyway, let's get to the let's get to the main events. Danny Myers versus Reed Dollars. 
Now, but I mean, we know both of these guys have, have just had a plate. Somebody and one is has a plate next going into the Mook battle. Reed got Mook in July. Danny's just coming off the sick battle. Who do you who do you think is going to be more prepared? Um, well, let's see. Well, let, let's see the look ahead. Reed has Mook ahead. Danny has the couch. I think I think Danny might be able to take this one because you know Reed has to put his all into Mook pause. And Danny has a little more free time to write. And knowing Danny and knowing how much of a chip he has on his shoulder, he has something to prove with this battle here. This being a, the very next battle after his, you know, the choke of being sick. Mm -hmm. um, I got Danny demolishing Reed. Yeah, and I think we said this on the last. I think we he can have a stronger, a quicker comeback than most. Mm -hmm. He just had to have a, a, a mental break real quick just to get his mind right. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, I think I'm gonna take Danny in this also, and just the vengeance he's gonna want just to get himself. He has to body read, yeah, which won't like in order to get back into champion of the year contention. Yeah, you gotta body him. read, you gotta, and I don't want to hear nobody say, Oh, well, Reed got moved. Nah, we're not doing nah. that. He's in Philly, like, Reed should not take no fucking, no fucking uh, get foot off the gas in Philly, nor against Danny Myers. Also, a reasonable slouch. Right, that's what I'm saying. But you know, he, he Danny Myers is more of a test to you for you than Mook. If you talk about just the crowd and shit, all right, all right whatever. That's neither. That, you talk about entourage, all that shit, state versus state. All right, got you. Whatever, whatever. But you talk about pure competition to test who where you are right now in this game. Danny Myers is a way better, uh, well, way more of a comp competition than I would say for Mook than Mook. So I think he definitely needs to test himself. For this battle, and if he does great in this battle, he's cooking Mook. I don't think it is going to bode well for Reed in the Mook battle if he gets cooked. That's what I'm saying. Well, even if he does cook, well, this is what I'm saying. This is how I'm looking at it. I got Danny more than likely winning this, but I need to see what how Reed even prepares for a Danny Myers. Because it's you know Danny and Mook back to back. But what I'm saying is, if you up your pin, even when you came from the Rum Nitty battle, and you up it even more for Danny Myers, that only lets me know that you're going to destroy Mook. Do you think he has to dumb down for Mook? No, you don't dumb down. That's the thing. Because remember, it's not, it's not, we're not back then no more. It's the, 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 the mind has elevated more than, right. you know what I'm saying, just regular street shit. We're waiting. We're way more smarter and way more. You know what I'm saying than back then. So you can definitely step your shit up more. You don't got to dumb it down for us like that. I don't think so. I think that's more so a slap in the face to me as a fan that you gotta, you gotta well, dumb no, your no. shit. No, 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 no. Because I'm just saying that in the general sense. I because I, I think I think it's starting to get too like we're too far in the in the in this thing we call life to be still having to dumb down lyrics to get it. You know what I'm saying? Like we've been saying niggas been saying that shit since the '80s. That you got to dump shit down. Like, no, you still shouldn't have to do that. Like, we should be a little smarter than we were a couple of decades ago to start understanding some of the shit that they're talking about or understand art rap a little bit better to understand what they're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Think Especially really in the battle rap field. If we say battle rap is this much of a high, high, uh, you know what I'm saying, elite sport than what the music game is, and then we still need niggas to come here and dump shit down for us. You know what I'm saying? I don't think Reed can be intricate. But I'm not it's asking like him to be Chilla, I'm not asking him to be Chilla Jones. 
all I'm asking you is to to to, to progress. Everybody can elevate. To beat Danny, he's gonna have to beat Chilla Jones. I'm not saying that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying he's going to beat Danny, but I am watching to see his rounds and see if they are where they even, you know, what I'm saying, made to even try to beat Danny. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like each battle, he like, he wanted to beat Rum Nitty. I want to see if you want to beat Rum. I want to beat Danny Myers, and those to see that to, to see to how I want to say that to see that preparation will only make me more comfortable. Cause remember I had Mook winning that, but I forgot about this battle. And this is a very, this is very scary for someone like Reed to be doing. So I'm kind of intrigued to see if this is more so testing himself to when he gets to the room, to the Mook battle. Cause I feel the Mook battle was already booked. Mook battle is a big room too. They're, they're going to, uh, the rumor is Texas or North Carolina. Well, he's going to have to definitely, you know what I'm saying? Definitely step it up. Danny Myers is a showman just like anybody else. Mm -hmm. He knows how to wild up with the bars and the energy. So he has to find a way to bring that, match his energy. Because Mooka's going to have that same energy. Maybe not the same, you know what I'm saying, level of bars, but he's going to have that same energy. And you got to be ready for that and know how to prepare for it. Coming off a loss, too. Like chip on his shoulder, Danny. This is Right. So you got to, he's really going to have to learn how to prepare for that type of energy and know how to really combat it when it's, after that round's done, how do you be able to take the room back? You know what I'm saying? That's what he has to learn in these in these in this battle for me to be able to really have a chance against Mook, in my opinion. It, it, it's gonna be dark for him versus Danny, but <laughs> and it might be dark with, for him versus Mook too, because Mook is master angler. And you know, these niggas, you know, it, it, this battle was supposed to be booked. Remember when Mook battled Young Hot? It was supposed to be back then, yeah. Yeah, it was supposed to be that was supposed to be Reed. I remember. So I remember that it goes that far back with how long this was supposed to be booked. I'm sure Mook has been sitting on something. Pause again. Yeah, man. So shout out to uh Reed, shout out to Danny. But I got Danny Myers taking this with a good two one. Hey, what's going on, Mr. Check the temperature? Yo, what's yeah, popping, bro? Nah, it's good seeing him in here, man. You gotta pull up one of these days, man. We gotta chop it up, man. Yo, drop your uh, let us know what you think about this. Uh, what's the stamp card called again? No remorse, no more reloaded, man. Battle Academy, man. Let us know what you uh feel about this card, bro. Most definitely, Reed Dollars, Danny Myers, Twerk, Chef Trez, A War, Shotgun, Shug, Enes, and Kaboom versus Ryder and Cuban, Dub the Phenom versus Shout out to Hitty, man. man. This is yeah, a once nice again, card. Shout out to Stiz. Go purchase the tickets right now at no remorse reloaded.eventbrite.com. And if you're trying to go see where this is at, this is at 114 East LaRay Street, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Go check this joint out, man. Get the tickets. Go and support this joint, man. Most definitely. Hey, you got A-Ward on the show tomorrow. Yo, hey, man, if you could do one thing for us, man, ask A-Ward. Is he, if he's understanding, if he's seeing what's happened to Danny Myers, ask him if that's putting any fear into his strength of schedule for this year. Because we, we come, let's keep it tall. See, we never would have thought that would happen to Danny Myers. I did because he did it, he did it a couple years I mean, ago. Yes, but yes, I'm just saying though, bro. We look at this nigga as a robot, though, bro. This year, the way he's been going, I agree with you. He was, he was I was not time. expecting it, bro. Even with Jerry, Jerry West, I was not every time it happens, I don't expect it. It always catches me, it he always catches me. Yeah, I can't, bro. Him, bro. But um, nah, man, shout out to them, man. Shout out to Philly, man. Can't wait to see what's going on with that car, bro. 
He the said next... he predicted the Jaden choke too. <laughs> he hey. the choke. See? <laughs> but let's move on to RBE, man. We got uh Max Out 2 card. I think this is the official card. I think they're I think they're done. I think they're done. I, I, I want well, besides the one SK that they probably have in the tuck, that's this is it. Yeah, I believe so. And what we got so far, newer newer announcements. We got Big K versus X Factor. Oh my god. Ill Will versus Jag. You got Ace A Ward versus Rosenberg. Daylight versus King Los in the <laughs> main events. Pause, I guess it's the main event, right? Calico versus Hitman. Yo. Solid, solid, card. solid card. Solid card. I mean, given the last time I seen X Factor, he was nice. I liked him versus Jerry West. I'm not going to front. That was the last time we but, seen him. No. Last time we seen him was versus Shug. And he got smoked. Mm hmm. Yeah, so it's kind of iffy. It's about fifty-fifty. He's he's batting one for one. He's, he's yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> What's good, Fraz? Fraz, what up? The the Jerry West performance was really good. The the Shug performance was really bad. Like so, it's you don't know what you're gonna get. But you for let's keep it tall, bro. This might be a thirty sack for the big dog, bro. Mm, Another thirty sack of work for the big dog, bro. Real talk, man. X Factor was on. Um, you know how ARP has this the video series before the uh, event where he's interviewing yes. the battler. He had X Factor on there, and X Factor, you know, he, he 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 told him he was like, "What I'm the way I'm rapping now is reminiscent of the old me." How many times have you heard niggas say this before battle? If I had a penny for every, if I had a, if I had a nickel for every time I heard. A nigga say this shit before a battle, I'd be rich. Oh, I'm in the best shape of my life right now, lyrically. And then they go in there and they stick up the fucking joint. Big K30, man. There's so many angles on X, the gay shit, all dog. It's a rap. In the big room, too? Oh, no. Oh, no. Man, I don't know, man. Like I said, bro, I. Like I said, it's the he knows how to promote. Let's just say that he still know he's one of them guys. He still knows how to promote. He knows you. you know what I'm saying? We give him that, and all I can hope is he brings a good three rounds to make it a good showing. Because when X Factor is good, he's really good. He's really good, and he's really witty. One of the reach gods, but oh. is there though? <laughs> he's he an OG. Niggas are reach deity, bro. <laughs> reach deity. <laughs> Andy? For real, bro. That nigga's. <laughs> He's Darcy. That nigga is the Heru of reaching. But nah, son. Um, definitely, I got, I got Big K taking. It's really nothing to really say too much about Big K. Big K is going to bring, you know what I'm saying, them punches. Whap, 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 whap. George Foreman like, bro. And One, two, the opponent one. has to be ready to fucking to, to withstand that shit and have something to combat it. Cause just like what what uh Fon say to JC is all he do is keep punching when nigga block it. You know what I'm saying? Bro, like real, real quick talk. Fonz, there's a video on Twitter that that uh was I retweeted it. That Mortal Kombat scheme he did on JC where he was like um talking about how he's like a drug addict and shit like that. The the way he broke down like the with the Mortal Kombat shit in it. That he gets crazy, crazy, bro. Crazy. Fonz gets crazy, man. Shout out to Fonz, bro. Most definitely. I ain't gonna lie. I like to see Fonz and Big K. That'll be a nice. That'll be a nice joint. But um, Ill Will versus Jag, man. Ooh. 
I'm not going to. Now, Jag is what, like one in one in performances? He beat Rick. I'm not saying record win or loss. We're talking about performances. Good performance, bad performance. Stunk up the joint, lit up the joint versus math. Stunk it up versus 40. Nigga said he beat math. You know what I'm saying? Like, I personally had him winning versus math first too, but neither here nor there. Ill will is a different is a different demon. He doesn't I, give a fuck about none of that. He don't. And he clearly knew he took it a little light on 40 cal, and I don't think he's ever gonna do that again. I don't think he's ever gonna do that again. He's never I don't think he ever wants to have a debatable with a uh, 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 outsider of battle rap, and, and for lack of a better term. Well, Jag's had a couple battles. I think Jag is in the culture. Well, now. we know what they try to consider these guys' industry, and I don't really consider them industry. They're more so underground, if anything. But you know what I'm saying, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I got Ill Will taking this, especially coming off that A-War battle. I don't think he wants to even go anywhere further down from there. He should continue just to go up. You know what I'm saying? Because anytime Ill Will is on this level, he's always top three or top four of the year. You know what I'm saying? Like, you he can never take every year. Huh? He gets rocked you feel me? And I think he just has to continue to keep doing his thing and not take that foot off the pedal, man. Like, you have the, you, like, not saying like neither here nor there, like, Chilla Jones finally got his just due. Not saying that you gotta, you have to wait or you supposed to wait for that, but you really gotta snatch that shit. He but, battled the right people, though. Chilla, that shit with Chilla was a perfect. That's storm. the thing too, and I, I gotta say that. Too. And he I think that's Sean. the thing with him. I think that's the thing with Ill Will, bro. I think he just at this point he's taking certain battles for the bag. Mm-hmm. It's not that he's having bad performance; it's just he's this the people you're battling is not really doing anything. Because you'll have an amazing joint with A Ward, but not see you versus Jag, and I'm like, what the fuck, bro? Like, I want to see him back on URL at some point too. Man, I just want to see him with better opponents, bro. Well, he'll get that on URL is what I'm saying. That's true. That's true. Him and Easy. I said it last show. Him and Easy would be a war. Him and Fonz would be crazy. Him and Fonz. Him and, um, I say him and Chaos, too. Him and Chaos would be nuts. That would be a hilarious battle at that, too. Him and fucking Lou would be crazy. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of place, man. I ain't gonna lie, man. I I think he might need to take a break from RBE for a little bit and go see what's hop- happening over at URL because I ain't liking these plates, man. The thing is, URL. I mean, Art, what's his name? Uh, ARP can give him way better place than this. He has given way better place mm-hmm. than this, but it's like it's not consistent. You know what it is too, it, and this is I don't fault ARP in this. It, it's it's the fact that let's the battler, say the battler accepts this shit too. They gotta know what to accept and not what not to accept too. That too, too, but. His resources, and I mean, I'm not, this is me just assuming. Um, his resources are kind of limited because when you think about it, if he pay, if he sets up a battle, right, but between Battler A and Battler B, the Battler B has ties to URL. You know, and, and when and knowing that URL, they'll, they'll go back and they'll tell, you know, P or whoever, yo, I got this set up for this day. Oh, what league? Oh, that's RBE. Oh, oh, let me give you this, and you don't have to battle over there. It's happened before. Like, that's mm-hmm. the whole Big K and Av shit. How does Av yeah, get a yep. URL contract randomly out of nowhere? So it's not that ARP can't give him the big places. It's that it, how, when when he tries, they 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 um they blindside him with the bullshit. Like, 
Yeah, man. I, I just think he's need to start taking his uh his place more to his hand. He, he has to take his 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 resume more serious, man. We know he's a legend for sure, but we just want to see with a consistent more plays of just having a year that's like, yo, hey, it will. That was his year. You know what I'm saying? It's, I don't want to see you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he he, he takes. The, I won't say he takes the foot off the gas in performance, but he takes the foot off the gas in his momentum. It always gets stunning for me. But uh, let's move on to the next joint: Rosenberg Raw versus A Ward. Go and get your shit off, bro. I got two one Rosenberg, man. And two please say why. Tell he's him why, please. He's been sitting. He's been sitting since the first max out. He hasn't taken any plates. He's been talking heavy. Uh, shout out Restore Order. Shout out Swave and IP. He's been on there a couple times talking spicy, selling the fight like he should. Mm-hmm. A Ward has a battle damn near every day at this point. And you got to think, when is this going to catch up to him? This is, you know, it, I know what he's trying to do, but like it happened with Danny and like it happened with many, many before him, it's going to catch up to you. I think it's in this battle, personally. Of all battles, this battle, I don't know, man. Because think about he been it. Talk, he's been talking heavy on to him too, bro. He ain't like he just been... Chilling in the cut, like quiet or nothing. Like he been talking heavy, bro. To Rosenberg, is, because A Ward. Okay, so A Ward takes the L to Rosenberg. I don't really do nothing to A Ward. A Ward, he's pretty, pretty solidified. Rosenberg lost to Rosenberg does a lot to A Ward. Nah, I mean, I, it, it, the, the point, the thing is, Rosenberg. This is everything for him. A Ward is everything for him. He's locked in on A Ward. Rosenberg is here. <laughs> A Ward is here, so he's looking up at A Ward like I gotta take you out to put my name in the hat for you know what I'm saying in these conversations. So I think that's what Rosenberg has in his mind. That's that shit that Rosenberg has on his shoulder. That's the motivation. Isn't that every battle he's in though? Uh, I guess you could say that. You could say that, but he's not always the favorite. He's not the favorite in this either. Oh no, no, rather he's not always the underdog because with Show Off he wasn't the underdog. People were people were saying Rosenberg two one before the battle. I ain't gonna lie, bro. I'm 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 going. I'm betting on the house, bro. You going the house? I'm saying I'm betting, on, I'm, I'm betting on the house, bro. A Ward, A <laughs> Ward with a a solid two one clear and possible thirty if he Damn, if he, if he no, has. Bro, I'm sorry, bro. Rosenberg has has nice nice moments here and there. Show off battle was a nice was a nice. That moment. is a here. And then we'll wait till we see the there. Listen, <laughs> that was that's a you fucking feel- Barbie. <laughs> I'm just saying, my guy. I'm just saying, bro. I'm not jumping on the, the Rosenberg wave yet, bro. I'm I mean, sorry. I'm not either. Like, it's just Rosenberg. You can't tell me a battle he's arguably he, that he's clearly won in Ooh. a minute. Rosenberg. Right. So why would I choose him for this? No, lost, not won. Fuck. What's wrong with me? Lost in a minute. Bro, the he, he's in, I don't watch because they be. Oh, that's what we doing. Yes, I don't, watch, bro. I don't watch Rosenberg battles. I don't, bro. When has he been a draw? Max all won. No, bro. That was the most. No, I'm lying. That's not being I'm a lying. draw, bro. That's having a good performance. Nobody was there to see Rosenberg. But they came out of that building talking about. That's Rosenberg. not being a draw, though, bro. That's having a good performance. And I give him that. That's having a lasting impression. That's a good performance. 
I give them that. Is that not what we do this for? Is that not what they do this for? Yeah, but one time out of how long since he's been battling? You acting like this nigga just got here. Well, not that he just got here, but this little streak that he's been on. Yeah, I mean, he kind of did. did he battle before this? He battled Rex, I believe. Beat Rex. He battled Craig Lamar before that. Beat Craig Lamar. And you cared about those battles, right? He battled Ice. He beat Ice. You care about those battles? I mean, they count count in the lexicon or in canon or whatever you want to call this battle rap world. It counts. So you telling me you care about John Moxley matches on AEW Dark? Nigga, it counts on his record, right? Do you care about his matches on AEW Dark? Bet if it was Omega, you'd care, right? (laughs) No, because the only when's the last time you seen him on there? Janela. How and that was when 2019? That was when that was when Dark started. That was when they were trying to get this shit. Thank you, sir. (laughs) Thank you, sir. You ain't watching none of these niggas that you watch on Dynamite. Like, unless you're just a fan fan, then you probably watching them. But come on, bro. No, no. Why you do like don't bro, do this Rosenberg yeah, matches are dark matches, bro? Like he's I, he's probably built himself up to finally be on dynamite. <laughs> he built himself up to finally be on dynamite. He got the streak. You know what I'm saying? That's how they do it on dynamite. <laughs> they have you on dark, you build up the streak on dark enough that you could be on dynamite. That's Yo, what Rosenberg is wild, dog. I didn't call him Joey Janela. You called him Joey Janela. That's Ginella. a wild comparison, B. You never heard the words Joey Janela come out my mouth until now. That's who we're talking about, though. That, no, that's who you're talking about. A nigga that I never said the man's name. I said John Moxley. Rosenberg 2-1. Debatable. It'll be a, it'll be a debatable battle. It won't be a clear win for you to side. The rebels are going to kill Rosenberg, though. I got A four twenty one. Yo, I go. I'll go A four thirty, bro. You forgot about the rebuttals, didn't you? Yeah, I'll go A four thirty <laughs> clip, bro. Thirty in the cross clip, bro. In the crossbow. Damn. Thirty in the crossbow. He doesn't keep a gun. He keeps a crossbow. Like Zelda. Like Zelda. Yo, don't you hate when this happens, bro? What is that? When you just pull random strands of long ass hair out of your shorts. Nigga, who you with? Who you with? I'm by myself. Nah, I'll be pulling them out of somewhere, but it ain't my pants. God damn. Nah, I ain't gonna lie. This is too long. This might be like, this might be from like laundry or some shit. You know, when you like, my my sister do mad hair here, so this shit might have been in the fucking like, yeah, I just look at this shit. This shit wild long. Like, I don't know no girl with this long of hair. (laughs) Pillow, and then you wake up and that shit like here, like, yeah, like that. but that does happen. I'll be finding like random strands of hair. I like pull it out of my drawers or some shit, bro. I'd be like, whoa. <laughs> but that uh, was a good night. <laughs> that was a crazy night, right? <laughs> uh next daylight versus King Los, man. The battle of the pens. I mean, oof. If we're going this looking strictly for we've going straight watching this strictly for bars, strictly for bars and just Lose. straight rapping. I don't know, bro. I don't know. Well, Daylight was on the um the the, the video series I was uh, talking about earlier with X Factor. He was on that too, and he said that originally. Well, no, 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 no. ARP has said it on the Chris and Bias blog 
shout out Chris Bias, that he originally had booked Swave and Daylight for Ew. Macross. I know. That would have not gone well. No slight to Sway, but I do not want to see that battle. No one wanted to see that. So, and I'm and like I had said earlier, what did you think happened? Daylight was probably like, yeah, no. I don't know what was going to happen with that shit, son. But Daylight versus Swave, nah. I'm happy they switched it up. And, you know, Daylight and King Lowe's got a, got a cool connection anyway. They haven't spoken. Not, like, not in the sense of like they're going to like, like this is, they know they're coming here to rap. Man, no, no crazy extra shit. You know what I'm saying? This is a showmanship of our skills. If we get the nigga, the daylight that battled rock. Let's keep it tall because Los was dope as fuck versus Ice. He was, but that's a punching bag. We're going to get a nigga that there. I'm watching him though, watching him. If I take that. And if I put that into a like, say, like, all right, take daylight and rock and take that, that's an amazing battle. You know what I'm saying? So that's just looking from their last performances. This is will be this is gonna be one of the ones if they really go crazy, bro. And daylight, and especially if King Los is like prepared, prepared, like, and I think he will be more than like no, for, for, for the most part, he will be. I think this is gonna be crazy, but I'm gonna go daylight because I know he's gonna have those little things he know that battle fans will lean more towards you know what i'm saying different ways of setups and you know what i'm saying you know different ways to attack and you know what i'm saying shit like that Which that he might is going to lean towards for daylight and he just i mean he goes insane on rbe bro did like, you see the little snippet that he put out aiming at um los no i didn't let me see like you gotta send me you gotta start sending me this shit bro in the chat i do man i'm slagging man hold on let me i'm gonna pull some, I think it's on YouTube. It's like a little one minute, like um, where he's just like sending. It's like a little freestyle type of shit. The first part of his first round that he would have had for King Los in the, in 2018 is what it is. Mm. Interesting. I'm going to send it in the chat. And if you want to um, put it up here. Because Daylight, and he said this on the in the interview, he said that he's kind of happy that the battle is being booked now after mm -hmm. the Tay Rock battle because he feels like everything happened for a reason. Because had he gotten, had that battle in 2018 happened with Troll Daylight, he thinks it wouldn't have turned out as good and as, as, as it wouldn't have been as big as it is now after the Tay Rock battle. Mm-hmm. Than it would have been in 2018. 2018, he feels like it wouldn't have been such a good battle because he wasn't up here. He wasn't in it, and I think that's why he took some time to focus on music and shit like that. Nah, I'm listening. Right, this nigga, and again, big room, big room daylight. We we haven't seen him in a big room in a while. He can rock a big room. That's also important too with these with these kind of events.
Hold on, I'll be back. Bring that back. I like how I play with the number 10. Flipping just the this negative sign, the, the line, subtract, that's crazy. He's wilding. This is supposed to be troll daylight. Nah, he went crazy. God. He went crazy. That was troll daylight, mind you. Troll daylight. Think about that. That's troll daylight coming at lows like that. Imagine what this daylight's gonna do. It's gonna be a classic. I, I, I think we may not get daylight versus Lux this year, 
this is probably the closest we'll get to Daylight versus Lux. I have this, once, this, once it is said and done, I have this as quite possibly one of the battles of the year. One of. This right here? Yeah. I'm not mad at that at all, bro. Because we might not get Daylight Lux this year. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at so, so this, this is the closest we might get to. Hey, hey, just like I said for uh Reed with the Danny Myers being a practice for for Mook for the bigger battle. I wouldn't be surprised this is a practice for the bigger battle. Dog, I man, I'm not mad this, at that. You do know? you feel like because I know we're so cut, we're so accustomed to the COVID room now and caffeine and shit. And how like that caters to more of the pen guys and these two guys being pen guys. Do you think the big room, the big crowd is gonna like ruin this battle in any way for you? No, not at all. Like, will it have the same effect as like I don't know, like one of them like small room writer battles, like um, like a chilla, like a chilla or like a chilla and sick. Or Chilla Rum or Daylight and Tay Rock. Like, do you think it'll have the same effect as those battles being in a big room? Well, they're both they're both showmen, so I think they both can be able to show for a big room, to be honest with you. They're both artists at the same time. Like they both know how to perform for big rooms, I believe. You know what I'm saying? It's just more so with, with the people, you know what I'm saying? I think them being adapted to it. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that we like I said, we, we know these guys are here. It's just are we gonna be adapted to them or not? I can't wait for this battle, dog. That 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 battle sold me the card completely. Yeah, and let's get into this main event, man. Calico Hitman. We talked about it a little bit before, but I mean, you know, this, this Midwest rivalry is just all all that pent up aggression from back in the day is all coming out now, man. I think Hitman. Um, so apparently, Hitman Brotherhood, Calico is not Brotherhood, apparently. So we're gonna hear a lot of brotherhood shit from Calico in this battle. So more so outcast shit. Outcast, like oh, you know, I'm like not. the outcast or the people you know what I'm saying always hated me in the Midwest movement or stuff like that. I'm interested in this stuff. Like it's it's it's, it's past Prince of Aggression. You right. know what I'm saying? It's OGs getting their getting their shit off, man. You know what I'm saying? I think it's it's a good conversation that we're, we're we should be around here. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I think personally, I think these are two guys that can be able to give that conversation. You know what I'm saying? Uh, pretty well. Uh, who I choose who can be able to really get that shit off better? I would say Calico. If you're just talking about like trying to trying to get his narrative and build his narrative for the battle, you know what I'm saying? In the battle or so to get his point across, whatever, whatever. Um, yeah. You can talk about just you know, balling wise. I mean, you know, hit making he can go up. You know what I'm saying? This is his peer, too. This isn't Cassidy. This is his peer that he knows and he's gone to war with and all that. So different approach for Hitman should be needed in this battle. I'm going to go Cal 2-1. I just feel, I feel like he has a lot more that he could be able to work with angle-wise that he could be able to get his, he get his shit off. And like I said, most of them love, most of us love just when he just is speaking real shit and just talking, just talking that talk. Not trying to be super tough guy or all that, just talking that talk, and it just comes off like that. You know what I'm saying? Like when he's talking that slick shit, he can do it the best, bro. Like something like 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 him, goods, 
you know, like some of them when they talking that shit like that and just talking that real like OG street shit, like they're one of the best to do it. And, and not saying that Hitman isn't either, but I just feel like when it comes to like you know saying rivalries and things like that, Cal, Cal takes them serious. You know, saying like you say with the he took the ill will battle series, he took the um one of my favorite cow battles. Yeah, like um, what else you say? Trying to think more recently. To an extent, him and Lux too. To an extent, because he got beat, but he still for around for, anytime he ha- he he feels his back is against the wall, or it's a he has a real like disgust for the person. He really takes that shit serious, yo. And I think he might, I think he has a vendetta with a lot of these, you know what I'm saying? Uh, this mess West, Midwest guys, as he feels like he's like the outcast from those guys. And I think he's the youngest also. It's mostly the St. Louis niggas. And he was, he was the youngest also. So you got to think about that too. So he's coming from a, the, the, the young one coming in in the game. Crazy. So he probably has a different outlook on this shit. Like he probably felt like people was hating him because he was the youngest doing in the come up was quicker. For, who knows, bro? Who knows? But I'm interested to see both narrative where I, I'm interested to see what Hitman has to say. Like I'm interested in a lot of this stuff, but I will say that I will I am a little bit more interested to see what Calico got to say about this whole the history between each other. Dog, that that's you just Reminded me, like, yeah, like when these niggas was coming up, Kyle was a teenager, and now look at him. He's he was just, a He's up there with him, with all of them. That's wild. He was doing it like chess. He was yeah, though. He was. He chess. was. It he was, was him, like chess. niggas like him, DNA, like they were, they were pups when they came in, bro. K. Sean. Yeah, bro. Like they were pups. So I got hit, man. I got no, I got Calico 2 1, man. It, two one, but just, I'm not sleeping on his bat. I can't wait to see it, man. I cannot wait to see it. These are type of grudge matches that I've been like, we can still wait on. Be like, damn, what is the, is there anything left for us to see out of that last generation? Is you get battles like these that you um, forget about? I mean, you, still, you, you still have to see Hitman and um, Hitman and Mook. I still want to see, I still do want to see that also. And this that was apparently booked for Max out too, according to Hitman. Shout out PSA Radio. Shout out Three. Shout out Watson. He was on there last night and he aired a lot of shit out. Said that ARP had him and Mook booked and ready to go for Max out too. And then Mook went to and these are his words, not mine. Mook went to the Cassidy Airbnb, and when he came back, Mook was already booked for Reed. Again, mm. what did I tell you just now a couple you know a few minutes ago? ARP tries to set up these matches with niggas that have ties to URL. And what ends up happening? Remember it's that it was that's all they own shit in there though. You know what I'm saying? Smack wasn't there. Uh, Think I'm about gonna... even with the easy, easy battle, you know what I'm saying? Rex called Beasley and said, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like niggas was in there and they call URL, they ain't call ARP. So that's Shout something to to where they want to where they want to go get the bag. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Hitman for being the man of his word and sticking to I'm battling here. Well, this is where if I'm if I'm if I'm booked here, I'm booked there. If I'm booked over here, I'm booked here. That's how you that's how you go. That's but how these guys go. From the that's last a foreign area. concept to most niggas. They're, they're work for hire, bro. They're, they're you know what I'm saying? They're work for hire. They're they're not contracting nowhere. Bro. You know what I'm saying? Like unless it's for a battle, that's where I'm showing up. At that at the end of the day, but shout out to um ARP. This is a dope card, man. I can't mm-hmm. wait to see it. 
Um, ARP, pull up, man. We're trying to get you on, man. Pull up. You and Lawrence. Um, I know another joint we got. Uh, we got uh, what's the name? Loso and uh, Hustle. Loso and Hustle. Shout out to um John John the Dom back on back on bullshit, man. They, yo, what I was about to call them RBE. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> now they back out here, man. I'm I'm happy to see it though. Not even being funny though. Like I'm happy to see. It. I do like the um talent that John John has produced up there from the clones to. You know what I'm saying? The Loso, Street Hems, all that nature. I like, uh, what's my man? He revitalized a few niggas. Like, a lot of Zayas. C-Money, I like him, too, though. He's really nice. Um, Who else has been good over here? He's been working heavy with uh, Super Black. Like, he's been doing really good over there. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's been working with a lot of great talent down there, man, that's been getting some good shine. But this battle, this card right here, we got Cashflow, Rizzy versus Cheddar. I, I ain't gonna lie, I don't know who they are, so I'm not really gonna talk about that too much. I mean, if somebody do know about them, like, yo, tag, nah, bro, talk. I'm not even being funny. If somebody who's listening to this, tag me in a battle of theirs that, you know what I'm saying, they think is dope for them, to, uh, for me to, us to listen to, you know what I'm saying, let us know about either one of these guys. Cashflow, Rizzy versus Cheddar, let us know. Then you got Street Hems versus Yoshi G. I think this is like the prequel to B Dot versus Yoshi G that we're getting. This is Streehem's the two on two with Bonnie and Forty, but just like one on one. Yeah, but you remember, like you said, remember the that Yoshi and uh, B Dot battle is, is is in the talks of being booked and such, right? So, what do you think you get? What what, what do you think you're gonna get with this battle? Right, yeah, Streehem's is like Saga, right? Like so he's gonna talk to her like she's, you know, what I'm saying what's her name? Uh, uh, fuck, um, the. What, Mary Magdalene or something like was ain't that what her name was? Yeah, <laughs> yo, that's you know, just an angle about Mary Magdalene. You, if she, I know she's gonna get brought up. I know she's gonna get brought up. Yeah. It's gonna be one. It might be Yoshi that bring her up. Shit, I won't be surprised if her that bring her up. But nah, I mean, this is gonna be like I think it's gonna be the prequel to what the B dot and Yoshi battle is gonna be. And I think she's preparing herself once again, preparing herself for when that B dot battle happens. You know what I'm saying? Just seeing what type of shit she would have to, like, just preparing herself for a person with that type of intricacy with a pen. I think drugs gave her the same thing, too, though. Same thing, but real talk, though. You know what I'm saying? I think all of this is going to help her for when that B-Dot battle happens. Like, the, the, the wins and lo- whatever. You know what I'm saying? I think every battle is a lesson, so she's going to learn more for If that battle does happen or when it does happen, she'll be she'll be at least better prepared. Because if she was to go straight into that battle... Literally a lesson in every bar. Nah, for real, though. If she was to go, if she was to go straight into the B-Dot battle, bro, she might have got smoked. You know what I'm saying? But oh, man. I, think she might, I think she might approach, you know what I'm saying, that battle. And hopefully, you know what I'm saying, I'm, I'm interested to see how she approaches this battle. I'm interested to see how Streams approaches this battle. I don't think he ever had battled, no, battled a, uh, a woman with her type of content. So this is very oh, interesting. Yeah, I very about interesting. that. He gets busy with the pen. And I think they both are going to try to really get busy with their pens on the low. So I'm interested to see this shit, man. Um, Hems, I ain't going to lie. I might might still take straight Hems. Gentleman's 30, dog. Hems. I go to one. Yoshi, she usually usually steals around. I ain't even going to do that to Yoshi. Like her second round versus drugs was fire as hell. I mean, her third round against Bill was a classic. You know what I'm saying? Like, she can even her, even her, remember her freaking first round, bro? Like, oh, yeah. We talk about, like, oh, I, I, I was like, doing she, she gets, Yo, like, she can, she can get crazy with a round, but, she um, can do real talk too. Right. 
Uh, let's get on to the next one. Um, clone versus shotgun. Here we go again. Here we go again. Is this going to be the shotgun shook slander episode, man? I don't want it to be, though. Here we go again. Like, why is he doing this to himself, <laughs> man? No, and it's clone. He's going to flip his name into into obscurity, bro. Like you fat like the old shoes. I'm dangerous like the old shoes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he gonna do some shit like that. I got clone taking this two one because even Sugar's is gonna have to have fatigue somewhere. It, what what's what's first? This or a wood? I don't know, bro. I would probably say this. When is this? July 11th? And that one was the 25th of June? Yeah, probably. Oh. He, I, who might be all right for this one? Yeah. Clone 2-1 clear, man. Like, I'll take Clone 2-1. Suge needs to stop this writer campaign and just battle another bully or battle like somebody he can beat. I don't know, man. Like you said, maybe just need to go back to the drawing board, bro. Like, and just write another crop of niggas. He wants another project because this project ain't working. The, you know what I'm saying? The hypothesis, the experiment, all of that is not working, bro. It's I commend the work. I commend the effort, but nah. It's, the project failed. You feel me? It's, that's all. It, it's, the project failed. And uh, let's see what we got for the, the main event Loso versus Miss Hustle. Now, um, we know we're not going to get Miss Hustle versus Coffee at um, Air to the Throne. Air to the throne too, and um, you know what I'm saying. Thank, shout out to Miss Hustle. You know what I'm saying. She, you know, what I'm saying, put the news out there that she what happened and such. You know what I'm saying. She didn't have to. You know what I'm saying. Blessings to her. Glad that she's okay. Car accident and such like that. Thank you. Thank you that she's alive. Most right. definitely at the end of the day. Um, but now you know what I'm saying. We that's gonna get postponed to another card. Um, Coffee saying is a that's neither here nor there. I don't it's I think that's battle still gonna happen. Yeah, probably about to let that shit slide. Right. You know so that's, a play, that's a play. Right. You feel me? Like why would you say, "Oh no, I'm not. No, nah, I'm never not gonna battle." Or like, yeah. you got it, chief. Stupid. You got it, chief. It's your world. <laughs> show world. I'm just being show world. <laughs> right? Like Miss Hustle's like Miss Hustle's gonna lose sleep. But anyway, um, but now so we don't. We gotta wait on that. But now we got Miss Hustle versus Loso. I like this. I like he can't, he can't talk that shit he was talking to Vixen to hustle. First of all, he has to look up to rap to hustle. Uh, he did. He was surely looking up to Shuni. <laughs> he was looking down the fair. <laughs> Why he was com- commencing to cook their fucking boots. He was going like this. Like, <laughs> yeah, man, shout out to so man. Stop playing. Yo, Loso don't be playing with these women, bro. He do Hustle not be playing. Is a different kind of, like... I, he already I, said, I'm not the mother Christians. I like Hustle because, like, when she rap, it's like, not only is she an angler, but the, the conviction. She could punch, too. She could punch, and the conviction in the punches and the delivery... She's I a great it, entertainer, also. She mm-hmm. can move around that ring just She's as well. Show woman. And that's what we're going to see on that. We're going to see them going crazy on that stage, bro. We're gonna see them like owning that stage, and that, this is gonna be a show. These two, these two are gonna put on a show. I'm really interested in this battle. I don't know who to pick. I'll be honest. With I got you. Loso, bro. I'm I'm not jumping off the Loso uh, bandwagon this year, bro. He's been on a tear, bro. Nah, he's I don't care. He's he been on had, a tear, man. He beat Jerry, I believe. 
That's I, I got to I said and watch it. But I didn't because I missed it on the um joint. I still haven't watched it yet. But that's a lot of people saying uh, he took the battle. But I still want to watch it for myself to see the performance itself. I don't. If I had to pick somebody gun to my head, I'd say Loso because Loso has shown me this year. You're not playing with niggas, bro. Not playing. What do you do with chess? Like, come on. He's not playing with nobody, bro. And he Benny back home. At bullpen, at come bullpen. on, son. It's a home game, and you're the main event. He's about to wow, bro. I mean, the playoffs showed us that if you at home, it don't mean nothing. <laughs> we gonna get to that soon. Matter of fact, man, let's just get into it. Yo, shout out to shout out to John John the Don. July 11th, back bullpen, back on their bullshit. You know, say July 11th in Atlanta. Go check out tickets at bullpenbattleleague.net. Uh, get your tickets for live for the live event and the pay per view. Go check that joint out, man. Shout out to John John the Don and the team down there in the ATL, man. Shout out to the Hawks also, most definitely. And speaking of the Hawks, Eastern Conference Finals. All on. Who saw it? Who saw this coming? I I, I didn't. I, don't I mean, can I can I cap for a minute? Please. Can I cap for a minute? He said, please. Yeah. <laughs> he said, please. I hate this nigga. Um, I saw the Suns making it this far. We ain't talking I, about the Suns, though. You talking about the East. I know you are. <laughs> I know you talk about the East. However, I mean, I think it makes me feel good that the Hawks are in the conference finals because now I know that with them beating us, Maybe we weren't as ready as we thought we were. And maybe the Hawks were the better team this whole time. I don't know, man. You thought a nigga like Huter was going to come out of nowhere. I'm just Nah, we're not starting with them niggas. We're starting with two niggas. What are you talking about? I just said Atlanta Hawks, and we were just talking about the Hawks. Like, what do you mean? I'm not why would I not talk about the Hawks? Nah, that was the last game. You avoided the slander, man. That's what you avoided. Hold your thoughts, brother, man. Hold your thoughts. You just <laughs> going like you said. You not. We're not about to escape with what the fuck Philly just happened. Oh no 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 no! Ben Simmons. Shout out to uh, Supreme Dreams and them. That fucking video of dude playing Doc Rivers and saying, "I don't know if I can this this uh, sport is meant for me" or some shit like that. Like, like the nigga just had the unluckiest fucking luck in fucking basketball history. Josh Smith cooking Doc Rivers yesterday. Bro, fuck that! I'm not cooking Doc Rivers. Cooking Ben Simmons. I'm cooking the team. Five points. Five points, not to mention he passed up on an open layup. Five points, my nigga. Where they do that? Like, that is disgusting. And the attempts, I'm not going to say oh, the no, attempts. No, don't even, oh, no. Zero for zero. Wait, what were you literally in. doing? That nigga would just say, I'm just going to play D. I'm He's going to play cardio. D. He's literally the, he literally the nigga on the, on the court at the fucking rec center that all he do is play defense. Where he got he got a shooting sleeve, don't even use it. You feel me? Slapping the court and all of that shit. He's that nigga, bro. But come on, dog. Like, I ain't gonna lie, man. B 
Same way we say with K, that nigga played his fucking heart out, he bro. Did. Like he, he played his fucking heart out, bro. Steph Curry played his heart out. Cormans played his heart out. Everybody, Tobias, kind of fell back a little bit in that last game. I'm gonna hold you. He, he, fell back was cooking, a little bit. he was cooking a little bit when he needed to, but when they needed him, he was kind of like, "Where are you? Where are you?" Seth Curry shouldn't be the second highest scorer on the low. I'm just saying. Did you see when um they put the camera to Steph in the crowd and they put Seth Curry's brother? That's how they got to do it, bro. Be known. They better sign my man to another year, bro. They better sign my man to another year, man. But actually, we're going to hold that off real quick. We got our uh, our guest of the night on hey. here, man. Let's go on and fix this screen for the brother man real quick. But uh, you already know, man, One of uh, somebody we've been talking about here and there, man. You already know. Drum work, music. First class, Buffalo Zone, man. Jay Skis, man. Welcome to Get Your Bars Off Podcast. What's good, bro? Peace, peace. How y'all feeling? What's shaking? Uh. We good, man. We're just talking some basketball shit, man. I know you've seen them crazy games, man. It's insane in the NBA right now. Nah, that's a fact, man. I, I was definitely uh, tuned in both joints, man. Shout out to KD. You know what I'm saying? I, I know. The homie just lost. I was just kicking it with the homie just the other day, bro. So to see him lose, that was crazy. Hey, bro, he played. He put his heart on that. Jay. He had the dip set chain wait for him and everything when he was gonna win, dog. Like they had it. Yo, oh, man, I, it's crazy. I hit that when he hit that shot in the fourth quarter to send it to OT. I was like, ain't no way this is about to lose, bro. It ain't no way. And, that and he just three. had it off a of, literally a smidge off the line. He they would have won that game because it was this close off the line and they put the close, close up on man. it. That's pain personified right there, man. Nah, but, for real. but nah, man. Yo, we glad to have you on here, man. Yo, we that's a big Grizel, the big drum work fans. We've been very interested in the music that you guys have been cooking up. We've been doing the homework on the such like man. As soon as he heard your your verse on uh what was it on broken was it blood roses? Blood roses, and then yeah. crack in the 90s. Yeah, I just want to ask, man, <laughs> what was the invite like? The studio session for Crack in the 90s, what was that like? Because it, it just, it was listening to the song, it felt like one of them, like, old school, like, Wu-Tang ciphers to me. Like, what was that? What, what did it feel like? It was it was crazy because, so, like, if I can go back a little bit, um, the whole situation with Conway and Drumwork and everything kind of just came about in the last, like, couple months. I mean, it, it was actually really a year ago. Um, I, you know what I'm saying? He reached out to me, he told me what he had going on. And then I had to wait a few months to even like really be around. And so fast forward, you know, we have been in the studio a couple of times. We have recorded a few, few songs, but it was really just me. You know what I'm saying? I'm recording joints, I'm writing joints and he's hearing what I'm doing. He's like, okay, like I'm really trying to rock with, you know, with him and trying to rock with love. And uh, I get a beat randomly one day from, uh, from his assistant. He's like, yo, um, Conway, once you want this joint, it's going to go on the deluxe. Just write some ill shit and body it. So I get the beat and I'm like, damn, it's a Rock Mercy beat. First of all, shout out to Rock Mercy. I'm correct. I got to come correct. And so I think I got the beat at like, and, and mind you, Conway got this thing with, with, you know what I'm saying, about him, man. He'll test you. You know what I'm saying? And this was like my real first test. Mm-hmm. I get the beat. It's like eleven o'clock at night, and uh, he tells me that like, yeah, we are gonna record it tomorrow. So I'm like, fuck, I gotta record this shit tomorrow. Like, this shit is crazy. So I'm sitting there, 
I got it like 11 o'clock at night. I think I stayed up until like 5 30. You know I'm saying, yeah. and that's day writing, and I still wasn't done. And so, uh, you know, we get to the studio, love is there, obviously. You know, love, love is a fuck, love be losing her mind. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's she's an alien, MC Pierce. She's not a dope female MC, she's better than most dudes. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and then obviously, you got Conway who, who's crazy, and so you know. He had his verse already on the track when I got the beat. So it was like, man, who want to go first? That was basically what he asked, yo, who want to go first? And so I'm like, shit, I'm about to go in. You know what I'm saying? Give me a couple couple minutes. Let me finish writing. And, uh, you know, I spit my shit. And, you know what I'm saying? Everybody in the room like, damn, like this nigga just went fucking crazy. And I'm like, yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was ready. You know what I'm saying? And then love come out of nowhere. She's like, all right, give me a couple more minutes. She go, da 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 do her shit. And then she just, man, she lost. She She left earth. You know what I'm saying? She left Earth on that joint, man. So the session was like, it's all love between me, you know, Khan and and love. But you know, we also we we each take this shit real serious. Like it's not like we are our artists who just make songs. Like nah, like lyrically, we trying to body everything. You know that's, what I'm saying? That's so, what I'm talking about. Yeah. Right. And it's it's that competitive spirit, competitive nature that brings the best out of all of us, I think. And this was the first time that we really all came together on one song. So we really was like, all of us was trying to just go, you know what I'm saying? Go extra crazy. You know what I'm saying? But the, the session was dope. It was uh it was high energy and it was um, you know, it was just it just creativity at its finest, you know what I'm saying? And that was kind of that kind of was what sparked drum work into being like okay these are these three these three right here is is crazy because when the song dropped you know if you go back on twitter and look on twitter and all like the day it came out a couple days after like there was you know what I'm saying people was making memes and you mm-hmm. know and people was losing their minds like what the hell like who the fuck is jay ski who the fuck is love the jeans like this girl at the end lost her mind you know what i'm saying so and I also like that one line that I got in there to uh, Aqua Eight and Revolver Ocelot shit. Like now, that's what Ooh. a lot of people, like they 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 kind of they kind of know me for that line now. You know what I mean? So, you know, it was it was it was a great session to say the least. Now you bro, you spoke on a competition between the crews and such like that, and I, that was one of the questions I was going to ask you guys because I believe that definitely does spark it. And I, obviously, I know it's friendly. I said it's love between these guys. But when you like when you sit there and you come out that that session, you see you see love go crazy after you just felt you heard everybody go crazy. What does that feeling do for you that night? Do you get back in in the book or whatever you do where you write? Or I don't know how you you write in the head. You still write in the books, but does that can make you write even more later that night? Or are you continue to make more music after the sessions and such like that? Like how does those sessions inspire you for to create more music? I think the biggest thing for me, um, because it, it like what I used to do was I used to always think like, you know, I gotta be in order for me to to make it to get to where I am now, I have to uh I have to be the best. I have to be the best right. And to some degree I think that's the truth. Like you have to be nice, you know what I'm saying? Especially coming from where we from, yes. you know, to be accepted and to, to have you know people really listen to what you have to say, you have to have a certain level of skill. Otherwise, you know, A, people ain't gonna take you serious, or B, you just not gonna be looked at as an elite spitter. And that's something that I always wanted to be looked at as you know, an elite, an elite spitter. But I think as I've you know grown into the artist that I am today. I'm more so focused on just being the best Jay Skis that I can be. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It's not really about because Jay Skis is already like he's already a great MC. 
it's not going to be a track that I'm going to approach and I'm not going to have, I'm not going to have portables on, or I'm not going to make some, I'm not going to give you something that's not going to evoke some type of feeling. You're not going to, you know what I'm saying? Like when you hear my shit, you're going to be able to feel it every time. So exactly. I if I if I be the best J skis every single time, I'm not really worried about what Conway does or not really too worried about what Love does in the sense that now I got to be better than them on the next one. It's not like that. Like, I think if we all just are the best, like, J skis and the best Conways and the best Love the Geniuses, and shout out to Shots, too, because he's part of drum work, you know what That's I'm saying? That's what I was about to say, yeah. Yep, I remember Lower East Side, but yeah, I, I remember seeing from back in the day, yes, sir. I think if we're just the best versions of ourselves, that's all that really matters because we're just bringing our our best, you know, our best foot to the earth, our best uh, creation to the table and just making like, it's almost like you're making a meal. You know, you got your dressing, you got your turkey, you know what I'm saying, for Thanksgiving, you got your cranberry sauce, you got all that. And it all comes together to make a great meal. You feel what I'm saying? And it's all like, everything tastes great, but, you know, if you got one one thing off here, a side off here, or maybe the turkey is fucked up here, you know what I'm saying? And it, it takes away from the whole meal. You feel what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Most definitely. Now, now you're speaking of, like I said, the city and just how, like I said, how hard it is to, for us to get that, that look on us. How do you feel about the rising, just the rising scene of just Buffalo when it becomes to art, music, even just people just having multitudes of businesses and such. I just I've noticed I noticed a big boom in that coming in these past couple of years. I mean, I've no I know you've seen it with just the music and such, but how do you feel about that? Even where it's the point that it's like, fuck the outside. We're just gonna build it from here now. Yeah, no, I think it's uh I think it's beautiful to say the least, because you know, there's a lot of people here who have a lot of talent. There's a lot of people here who are great at a lot of different things, you know what I mean? And I think you know, seeing some of the some of the pioneers of that scene has really inspired a lot of different people, even mm -hmm. with myself, because the you know, I'm living being you see the good taste or fresh dogs and then they, they turn into good mm -hmm. taste, turned into good taste, but you know shout out to all of them man, fresh dogs. Oh jeez. So seeing seeing the pioneers and the OGs and how they move and you know, all that, it, it inspired me to say, you know what, okay, I can put together my brand, the B&B LYC, and I can go out, you know, when I was running around with, like, uh, with seeing sounds, and I was running around with different people who do art and things like that, oh, really gave me the confidence. And then, you know, in turn, you know, it gives other people the confidence as well. I said that on, on one song. I said, uh, I'll be walking through this world blind, but I want to, you know what I'm saying, I just want to see, I just want to change, like, the cycle. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. walk around so blind and people, you know what I'm saying? They don't want to pay attention to what's in front of them. But then if you start to really look at what's going on, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like you can, you can inspire change in other people. Like once you start to, you know what I'm saying? Get into your thing because you don't know how you like, how you kind of inspire people just on things that you do every day. It may be some, some way that you wake up every day. You know what I'm saying? It may be a female you talk to. I'll give you this example. It may be a female you talk to and you get up every day. She see you get up every day. You text her good morning at 7.30 in the morning. You know what I'm saying? You walk to the bus stop. She know, she know your, your shit every single day. She may not say nothing. But then maybe one day she come to you like, yo, you don't even understand what you've been doing for me every single day. Just getting up. Mm -hmm. And I'm getting up at 9.30, 10 o'clock. I'm just seeing you. You know what I'm saying? Getting up and I get your text message. I see you up every day, 7.30 shit. And then shit, she go out in the world and then she, you know what I'm saying? She start waking up at 7.30. Somebody else see that. And, and then you know what I'm saying? So it's one big ass cycle. 
You get what I'm saying? And it's I ain't gonna lie, Skin. You you made a lot of people wanted to work in a sneaker store back in the day, bro. Like, man, listen, man, you want to make the people like nah, made it cool real. to work in a sneaker store. Like, yeah. that's just the thing. Like, you like, I mean, I know you, you went to a story with your song Social Influence, but mm-hmm. even what you were saying, just like with a lot of the OGs in the town from the fresh dogs to to like you said, with um from you to it's so many, it's so many things that's just been here for a while that's changed so many through the time. But how do you feel your um influence on on Buffalo, whether it be from first class to what you're doing now, has impacted, you know what I'm saying, the youth or the city in itself? Man, to be honest with you, like I don't even look at it like that because for a long time, I, I I never really I never really got like the recognition I felt like that. Mm-hmm. Even, I'm not even gonna say that I deserve because I'm not gonna say that I deserve anything. But mm-hmm. you know, for a long time, it was almost like people weren't paying attention, but everybody was paying attention at the same time. Mm-hmm. I go back and I think about you know, and I see people now, and they're like, "Yo, you remember 2014? You had the cipher and you did this. Yep. You remember you did this and da, da, da. And it's always been people paying attention, but it just we we felt like we didn't have we we knew that we was them boys kind of you know what i'm saying but we just never got that that real recognition i guess by the by you know a bigger a bigger portion of the game i guess i could say but yeah you know what i mean but i think um you know i try to be whether it be through the music whether it be through the art or just you know my my status on facebook or stuff that i tweet or you know when i make things i may say things on instagram I just always try to be a positive influence on everyone, man. And just, I try to always give like a different perspective on anything and everything that I talk about, you know what I mean? And I think that's important because if you got a bunch of people who just always go with whatever everybody else is doing and, you know, nobody's going to be different. Nobody's going to stand out. And I think it's important for artists, especially, especially coming from Buffalo, because a lot of people are, it's, it's hard to have your own sound in Buffalo because we, for a long time, we didn't have an identity. You know what I'm in music or whether it be in art. So I think for me, like if I if I if I can say that I left any impression on people, it would be to just be yourself and just be different. Cause that's all I've ever been comfortable with being is just me. You know what I'm saying? No, go ahead, bro. Um <clears throat> how how did you get your start? Like what who or what inspired Jay Skis to pick up the mic or go in the booth and start rapping? Where so uh, I always uh, shout out my man Ron P and my man Scoop Dollar, um, two of my guys. Like Scoop Dollar was my best friend growing up, and Ron P, that was his cousin. We all three of us just used to always be together, and um, they had they uncles. It was called the J Villains. They're like a Buffalo rap group from back in the day, and uh, they always wanted to rap because they saw their uncles rapping. My dad passed when I was ten years old, so I used to always be with them and you know look up to their uncles and shit because. Like, I never really had, I, I got a huge family, but my family was never really there for me. So, you know what I mean? I just used to be with them and paying attention to their uncles. And, you know, I, I just used to be, I just used to beatbox and they would rap, you know what I'm saying? This was back in the day, karaoke machines, we would record over cassettes and all that. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, they, they always wanted to do their thing. And then one day, Ron P, he was like, yo, why don't you, you write something, go, you rap. And I went home that night and uh, they lived right across the street, by the way. And I went home that night. I wrote something. I came back the next day. They was like, oh, yo, that's fire. And then ever since then, like, it was always, we was just always motivated to, like, get into their studio because the J Villains had a studio. And then one day, finally, like, you know, we had put together a few songs and we played it for him. And it was like, all right, y'all come to the studio. So we went to the studio. And uh, my man Namdi, he was, like, the producer and engineer in the studio. And that was where I got my start, like, you know, 
actually recording and being in the studio and learning my voice and all that. I was like 12 years old. Mm. And so, yeah. Oh. I started messing around, yeah. Yep. 12? Like most most people start, like most kids start like picking up a pen and pad at like 15, 14, like 12. That's, wow. Yeah, that's a fact. So, um, and then from there, like, you know, we recorded a demo tape. We was, we had a group called Young Bucks and we recorded a demo tape. We had did like a few shows around the town and then um, Nandi, the producer and all that, like that had the studio, he like up and moved to Atlanta and um, took like all of our music and all. Like to this day, it's still yeah. that I recorded with Nandi that I haven't heard since I was 13. You know? And so- You already know somebody in like, Somebody in like Paris is gonna find that and it's gonna drop down like unreleased on YouTube, unreleased J Ski's tracks, Mad Fire emojis on it. For real, man. And you know, at, at that point I had to make the decision to say, okay, do I still wanna rap? And I just mm -hmm. loved it so much. And I like the reason why I really love it because I always saw a way for me to take care of my dad passed when I was so young. And you know, I used to always hear I was so I was so great at it, like shit. You know, my my older homies and my OGs and all that, they would tell me, yo, like you really like you got something special. So you really gotta, you know, you really gotta do it. I got my other man, my man uh Alan. <laughs> Every time I was seeing, you know what I'm saying? I grew up over off of Bailey on the east side. Every time I was seeing, I walk mm -hmm. around, whatever, he'd be at the studio sometimes. Yo, if I ever kept you're not rapping on I'm gonna fuck you up. Like he would always tell me that. You know what I'm saying? So that always just kept me on my toes. It always kept me rapping. You know what I'm saying? So that was how I got my start. And that's I mean, that was a, another question. Like you got a lot of you thank you, Loso. You got to answer a lot of questions I was gonna have. I was gonna ask you what when you going through those struggle years and such of like you said, feel like you're not being heard or people are not respecting the sound or everything, what continued to keep you going through those days? And like you say, you said it's your you know what I'm saying for your um your moms and such like that. Yeah. And was it like was it anything else other, you know what I'm saying? Was it like, you know, what I'm saying anything outside like music wise that kept you or like, you know what I'm saying, anything else that was else inspired you or was it just just fam? I mean, it was really uh the bulk of it was fam and then also um just knowing in my heart like yo like nah, like this shit this shit is dope. Like, you know what I'm saying? I know I'm dope. Like, I'm listening to the niggas that's on and listening to like you know, uh, like just mad shit. And I'm like, yo, no, nah, wait a minute. Like, I got some. I know, I, I know, I have something. You know what I'm saying? It's all, it's all about timing. And then, like, you know, I, like you said, I worked at the sneaker spot for the longest time. And so, um, last year, you know, with the whole George Floyd thing, it was, uh, it was just, it was a lot of stuff going on between George Floyd, coronavirus, and all that. And I had to make a decision: like, do I still want to go back, or do I want to just like go all in? And like really, you know what I mean? Like turn up with this with this art and with this rap shit. And it just so happened, like the day when I made my decision to dip, two days later, that's when Conway hit me. Like, yo, wow. out of the clear blue sky. Like I'm talking about me and Conway, I know I, I know who he is, he knew who I was, but we didn't we didn't communicate. I don't have his number. I, I didn't have his number. We didn't like talk, he didn't like my posts. I was just Wow. We had been. We had been in 2016 and that was it. And so last year, um, you know, my mom, she was like, she was, she was pushing me to go get like a trade. Like last, like literally last year before all this shit transpired. Mm -hmm. Yo, like you're not too, too old to like go to trade. She told you to go to Northland. 
Yeah, like that. <laughs> that sound like that sound like my pops. Go, 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 go get a trade or something <laughs> and figure it out. And you know what I mean? Like it just so happened, like I was like, man, I just I kind of took a leap of faith. And like I said, like two days later, that's when Khan hit me. And then even like I said, even after that, like it wasn't even. It wasn't even like things was like solidified yet, you know what I'm saying? As far as like the deal and all that, because mm. I didn't he had hit me and then I didn't hear from him for another three, four months. Mm. So that whole time, you know what I'm saying? I'm talking to my homies, all that, you know what I mean? They like, yo, so like what's going on with it? I'm like, shit, out it's if it happened, it happened. But shit, if if not, I mean I'm just I'm just gonna keep going, keep pushing. And so that was when I came out with the asphalt calligraphy joint, you know what I'm saying? That has social influence. Sure. But you talked about it earlier, and like yeah. you know, like even with that, I dropped that. I dropped that project independent, and like I dropped vinyls and all that. The vinyls is selling for triple the price overseas and shit. You know what I'm saying? Fire. Like that's simple, amazing. Simple as that. But what it really was was just like really just knowing in my head, like just stay down. You know what I'm saying? Like this is this is what you this is what you really set out to do. So you just got to stay down and see it through. That's amazing, bro. How does that feel seeing that? You know what I'm saying? Being from little Buffalo that we are and seeing your vinyls overseas selling for $500, $600, like, that's insane, bro. We, we, we got the record theater no more. Like, you know what I'm saying? We have, we used to have spots you could just go get vinyl instead of, like, Urban Outfitters or some shit, but, but now it's overseas. Like, how does that feel? I mean, for me, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a very crazy feeling, and I, I try to just, like, I try to just know in my head that it's still so much more that I, I, I can do and that I will do. You know what I'm saying? So I don't even look at it as like it's that big of a deal because I know it's still on a small scale. And I've always seen myself doing things on a large scale. Like, you know what I'm saying? I Like, I don't know. It's just it's people. People tell me all the time, like, yo, I'm proud of you and, and all this and the third. But it's like, yo, I still like th the work has just started. You know what I'm saying? I've just laid the foundation to where it's like now i can build on it you know what i'm saying but i just try to look at it as man this is just it's just one step you know what i'm saying i don't i don't really celebrate my accomplishments like that it, it'd be hard for no me. congratulations yeah yeah well, thank you but no uh, congratulations but i like that though because when you when you were like even when i listened to the song and is it like for what it was then you see the when you posted it again to just kind of like as a rehash to show like i still don't i'm still moving and grooving like i still don't want it yet like mm -hmm. in a sense it was like yo i don't want it because i'm gonna get big I'm, I'm gonna get all this bigger stuff but when you say it in this sense it's like i don't want it yet because like i said i'm still moving and grooving. It's like you're showing that you're gonna you're showing the bravado but you're showing the humbleness at the same time and i think that's a great thing with you because you have is you were always like a chill dude like like i said compared to like you know what I'm saying everybody's city like you know it's small city but when people want to pop out we pop out yeah but you were always like a reserved dude and like you never like you know what i'm saying made yourself like you wasn't wild out here in these streets per right. se so it's like always, it's good to see you know what i'm saying that balance show in your music also yeah you know so i definitely got to commend you for that but um i was want to bring it back to like you know what I'm saying bring back to like some of your um starts and stuff so you said you grew up on the east side like i grew up like i said lower uh lower east side like bailey and doe area like 10 years and i moved uptown and such what side of uh buffalo uh, on the east side did you grow up on and like how did that how did that tone like how did that make you you know what i'm saying as a man today because i feel like everybody has a different story that make them the man they were today in buffalo 
Word. So it's actually funny because like my album, um, my album is like 95% done. And you'll get a lot mm. of story in the album because like you said, it's a lot of people who know like of me and know like I'm just I'm a chill dude. I get fly, like you know what I'm saying? I worked at the sneaker store, I got my daughter Nas, but outside of that, people don't really know me. You know what right. I'm saying? And I'm I'm excited for, for people to know that side of me, but um jumping back. Um, I grew up on Bailey and Andover, you know what I'm saying? Uh, right where mm -hmm. Billy Pisa is. Damn, right by the, you. The most busy corner mm -hmm. in Buffalo anyway, you know what I'm saying? No, for real. Can't yeah. make no turns and shit. All, it's bullshit. Shout out to Caribbean Experience. A Friday night, Saturday night oh, there, you can't park experience? nowhere. <laughs> it's lit. Well, I grew up in the 19 and the 13, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, yeah, like, it's, it's actually funny because I kind of touched on it in one song, but um, growing up over there, it was like when I was growing up, like 12, 13, 14, 15, like the hood was crazy. It was like, it was lit over there. It's quiet. Over, it's kind of quiet. I'm not going to say that. Somebody. Yeah, it's definitely, it's mildly chill. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Like you can go on, man. And you know what I'm saying? Mind your business. You know what I mean? <laughs> when I grew up, it was nothing but it was mad. Just like, you know what I'm saying? Kids my age over there. And we was all just on bullshit. Like, we had a little hood over there and shit. And mm -hmm. we was doing, just doing little stupid shit that we ain't had no business doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I was always smart enough to know that, okay, I, it was older homies over there. And I would watch what was going on. Like, you know what I mean? This person went to jail. This person got shot. This person just got stabbed. This person over here, oh, shit, this nigga just went to jail. Like, you know what I mean? So when I was old enough to go and get a job, like I was, I was out, I was gone. Cause like, I wanted to get fly. I wanted to get girls and you know what I'm saying? But when I was, you know, 14, 13, 14, 15, I was out there just like everybody else just doing mad reckless shit and, and stupid shit for no reason. You know what I'm saying? But that's part of being a kid though too. You know what I mean? But yeah. also what kind of helped me um, with like my decision-making and, and just staying out of, kind of out of trouble was I went to city honors. So Going to the others, I always like. I would always. It was almost like a melting pot, you know what I'm saying. And I was one of the few black kids in my class. It wasn't a lot of black kids that went to that school, so I would see both sides. Like I would go home, it would be the hood, like you know what I'm saying. But then I would yeah. go to school for six hours, and at school, like you know, I'm I'm chilling with like the kids. They they parents is doctors and shit, and we got mad mm -hmm. freedom in there in the hallways and all that. And like, mm -hmm. you know, teacher. Yeah, honest, was one of them, one of them schools. And cause I was smart as hell. Is it a public school? Huh? Was that like a public school or like? So Would you consider a public school? It was like, it was a. You gotta take a test to get in there. And I went there from uh from fifth to 12th. Dang. Mm -hmm. So I was in there for a short and uh, it, it's a great, it's a great school. I mean, obviously school, it had, it had its bullshit, but Overall, it's a great school, and I wish I would have took it a little bit more serious. I feel the same way with performing arts, bro. I should have yeah. I should have been on them damn drum sets instead of just chilling in the back. But nah, man, it was it's it's definitely true, man. Like I feel like a lot of our um, upbringings in Buffalo, like whether it be uptown, west side, wherever you are, it's everybody has a different story in Buffalo, and it's a small city. But like I said, it's so much that happens in this city, and there's so many different stories that. Once again, you get a guy like Benny, you get somebody like you, you get somebody like Love, you get somebody like Shay, you mm. get somebody like Conway, so many, so much, and so forth, that it's so many different stories, so many different vibes. Even to, you know what I'm saying, the underground, like our underground scene is insane, bro. Like it's so many multitudes of different artists. Uh, like, upstate New York is littered 
with talent. Yeah, for talent. Right. Like I said, I was part of that underground scene before all the drum work shit. Like I was out at, you know what I'm saying, the shows at Milky's. I was dog. Mm. I, I just, just was talking to my man about it. I'm like, yo, I just was performing for five people. Like I was throwing my own shows mm. when nobody coming. I'm performing for five. Like literally, I just was doing this. But they was doing the back the backyard the backyard shows they was doing this shit. I think they was like two years ago. I remember somebody people was doing those. We were we was doing shows at uh, <laughs> the backyard shows. Bro, yeah, bro. I remember even G Rec used to uh do concerts right in front of the crib, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, it's bro, people was really out there grinding, bro. Like for real, cause it was no eyes mm-hmm. on us. So the people was really out there yeah. grinding, man. Hey, I mean, we was trying to make something out of nothing and Shout out to everybody that's still doing it. Like, you know, I'm still cool with everybody that's still, you know what I'm saying, in that same struggle and still doing it. So, you know what I mean? I've been telling everybody, like, just keep doing it. You know what I'm saying? Because as people like me, people like Love, people like Shots, people like Lucky 7, like, as we continue to grow, that's just going to make more room for everybody else. Because now they're seeing us and they're like, hold up. Like, and, and that's a good thing, too, like you were saying, like, about me is that as an artist, I'm a complete 180 from Griselda. I'm not talking about, mm-hmm. I, can write, I can tell you a story about something that I've seen or somebody that I know ha, ha, may have done or whatever the case, but I'm talking about my life. So it's not, I'm not really talking about selling drugs. I'm not really talking about killing people. I'm to, I'm giving you like real life game, real life gems. And I'm telling you my story, like, you know what I'm saying? Because it's relatable, you know what I'm saying? So. It's it's man, it's it's a it's a lot of people here that's doing a lot of great things, man. And you know, everybody brings something different to the table. So I say that to say, man, everybody just keep going, man. Keep going, keep doing this shit. Um, now we just had father, um, father Father's Day pass, man. How was your Father's Day, man? Happy belated Father's Day, also, man. Man, thank you, man. I appreciate that. It was it was great, actually, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I had a great weekend. I didn't really post anything though, because like when when stuff like that does come around, I usually like whether it be Father's Day, my daughter's birthday, whatever the case, like, you know, usually for her birthday, I'll post or whatever, but I just be trying to just, you know what I'm saying? Keep it authentic and be with her. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And mob with her. Like we went to Splash Lagoon. Um, we, went, uh, we, went, we went to the park, we kicked it, grilled at the crib. You know what I'm saying? And I just keep it authentic with her, man. That's, you know what I'm saying? Do the shit that we like to do. I don't got to like get online because it's bigger than just being a father for that day. Like I'm a father every single day I wake up. You feel me? So mm-hmm. post her when it's not Father's Day. You know what I'm saying? So it's like shit. Oh. It is. Now, that's what I was really happy about. They put that movie. Um, that's with Kevin Hart. I didn't see it yet, but I'm happy that they even have a film out there. It's the fatherhood film, uh-huh. which is him as a single father, and they just just talking about the you know what I'm saying the struggles that go with that. Like you just don't see films like that every day. And I think those stories, just to even even if a father, you know, what I'm saying co-parents or anything, those those conversations and those things need to be seen more because there's a lot of great fathers out here doing it uh-huh. now with. Now, with your music and such, how do you balance fatherhood and being an artist? It's I ain't gonna lie to you. It's a, it's a fuck. It's like being on a flying trapeze. You know, what <laughs> what I mean? like it's 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 hard. But you know, now she has a great mother. Shout out to Kita. Um, she has you know what I'm saying a, a great grandmother. Shout out to my mom. Um, her other grandmother holds it down. And you know, I got a I got a village full of full of. She got a village full of uncles. You know, what I'm saying all my friends. Come on. Especially like her godfather Weeze, you know what I'm saying? Like he holds it down. It's my best friend. You know what I'm saying? So when he's needed, he's always there. He holds it down for, you know, his nieces and nephews as well. So, you know, it's it's a struggle, but it's like, man, everybody, everybody that kind of got around me for the most part sees my vision and they understand that when I'm not there, 
it's not because I don't want to be there. It's because I'm actually there doing this all for now. You feel what I'm saying? For my, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like I just, I just had a, uh, a situation. I just was in LA, and I met like Alchemist, and you know what I'm saying I was around wow. Jay Z. I was around hip hop. I was around. Wow. He was at Rock Nation and all legends. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm around I'm around shit. The the niggas in the game, like the niggas that's really doing it. Nice. Right. Same day when I flew to LA, I actually missed my daughter's pre-K graduation. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So, but it was a decision that I had to make. It was like shit, do I go to this pre-K graduation or do I possibly put myself in a situation where I could be better in myself? You get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's 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 tough. And I remember when I first got with Conway, he was saying that, like, yo, like, because he's a father, you know what I'm saying? And he's just a great person, period. You know what I'm saying? Like, great with advice, great with stories. And I just pick up a lot of game from him because he's older than me. And, um, you know, he was telling me when I first got around him, like, yo, if you really trying to do this shit for real, like, you know, you're going to sacrifices you're going to have to make. And he was just, you know, telling me, you know, different things about him and his situation. And so that that particular situation that i just had like two weeks ago it really put a lot of shit in perspective for me because it was like damn i'm really i'm on this plane right now and like this is like one of the highlights of my my budding early career yeah i'm also missing this graduation and i felt like shit but also i felt secure in the decision that i made because and decisions that you make like that, you gotta you gotta be sure because if you're unsure, it ain't gonna go the way that you need it to go. You feel me? That's just mm-hmm. the universe. The law of attraction, man. That's the universe and God moving shit around and testing you like shit. What you gonna do? Mm-hmm. You pray for it, you ask for it, what you gonna do? You feel me? So I say that to say, and I, I was talking about this the other day. It's a lot of artists in Buffalo that wanna do it. I'll give you this example too, if I got a second to talk. But uh when um last year when Conway had hit me initially. I was just like going to his crib and we was recording and shit. And then I get a text from his assistant one day, like, yo, we just peeled to New York. If you can get down here, come down here. I didn't know what we was gonna do. I didn't know, I didn't know nothing. I just got an address. And he was like, yo, if you can get here, get here. Boom. Sent it to me. I didn't know where I was stay at. I damn near I, I was broke at the time. I didn't really have no bread. I was just like, shit, I'm about to just take my truck and we out. So me and Love hopped in my truck, we drove down. We get there. So y'all were already moving and grooving together, even be like, yo, this is like right after the signing or no, right no, before? This was, this was prior to the signing. We did, like I said, we did nothing, nothing was certain. Like, none of this shit. Like, oh, so you and Love was already a package together. No, nah, we wasn't even a package. Like, me and Love, mm. no Love. Wow. I've known Love since like 09. Okay, okay, okay. Gotcha. We sit in there or whatever, and uh, we pull up, and the address they gave us. To, it was like this huge studio. Like I had never been in a studio like this before. It was like Cardi B Plex. Uh, they recorded part of Shrek in there. Fucking uh, Moby. <laughs> Eddie was in there. Big Eddie was in there. <laughs> bro, bro, like I'm talking about. It was real serious shit in there. I walk in and Conway is in there. He's working on uh, working on some songs with Hitmaker or whatever. So he's working. Hard shit. First thing he said to me was like, "Yo." I'm glad y'all came because if y'all wouldn't have came, it would have told me everything I needed to know. And so I say that to say this. It's a lot of it's a lot of people, and he he even said it. He was like, it's a lot of people that wouldn't just drop everything and just come without knowing like what's going on or knowing shit. I'm about to be in the studio, shit, I ain't about to go, or would be scared to even make that move. 
Yeah. Again, like, I wanted it so bad. Love wanted it so bad. We was like, shit, Conway said, come through. Shit, we out. You know what I'm saying? And so I say that to say, it's a lot of artists who won't just lay it all on the line. You got to just lay that shit on the line, bro. Like, if you really want it, and like I was saying with my daughter's graduation, it's like, yo, like, I would have loved to have been there. But it's like, man, how bad do how bad do you really want it? You pray for it, and then when you get that opportunity, it's laid out in front of you. God put it there in front of you. It's like, what you going to do? Yeah, man. I see. Definitely sacrifices have to come in, in in order, you know what I'm saying, to really get the greater things in life, man. That's the obstacle. Like you said, God puts in front of us. I always think that God doesn't just give you what you want. He gives you the 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 plan and it's up to you to go through that obstacle to get to there. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how I look. And I think that's a great outlook to look at. out the maze and you got to walk through it. Exactly, you, man. There you go. God helps them who help themselves. Exactly. Now, like you said, with your um title, you had asphalt calligraphy, asphalt calligraphy come out last um last year. Now, with that title, you know, what I'm saying it's pretty much like say asphalt calligraphy. You know, what I'm saying crazy with the pen, things like that. So, in a sense, you're you're crazy with art. Also, how has Buffalo inspired your art? And and another question: How has that art inspired your music? Because mm. I see it's been going crazy as of late. Like you've been going crazy. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I mean, as far as Buffalo, I like to I like to just use the landscape and use, you know, what I'm saying just the overall, just the feel of the city when I'm when I'm making my art. And it's also like a lot of my art is abstract. So if we talk about like what I do on canvas, it's very abstract, and a lot of it is like more so my thoughts. But obviously, because I'm from Buffalo, a lot of it is inspired by the fact that I grew up here. You know what I mean? And just my my overall experiences here. Um, but a lot of my art is really about my life or it may be, you know, I, I have different designs that I do just based off the things that I think are just really cool, whether it be on, you know, canvas or on clothing. Um, actually, I got um, a drop coming up soon, too. I'm dropping some new shorts and dropping some new hats as well. But mm. then um, in terms of some shorts, I know nobody else is doing right now. So, you know, I'm excited to drop those. But um in terms of like how the art inspires the music. Um, what I've noticed is that like, as I've, you know, grown more as more so like a painter and, you know, somebody mm -hmm. who draws and stuff like that, as my confidence has grown in that area, mm -hmm. it's kind of inspired me to just keep going in terms of like, of like a writer and like recording, because it's kind of like, it's kind of like similar to like the similar, I mean, to the situation with like love and like Conway. It's not that I'm trying to be better in these like than this i'm not trying to be a better painter than i am rapper or vice versa but it's like it just kind of inspires me it's like okay i did this today like today i you know i worked on a canvas and I, I drew this face and it was it was beautiful so now i can go over here and say okay i'm gonna write a 16 and this 16 is gonna be ill like super mm -hmm. i can go back and say okay well today i'm a you know what I'm saying? I'm going to work on this landscape i'm gonna do this and you know i'm gonna make these new shirts and these new hats and then, you know what i'm saying so it just it you just use the or at least I do I use the energy to kind of bounce off one another. Yeah, it keeps me creative. And when I may be slow in one area over here, I may not have any inspiration here. I may get inspiration over here. I can see that. That's oh. definitely like you said. You got you going crazy with one part. It, you the energy is already up. So shit, let me just put that rest of that energy in the pen. Hello. Um, you put out a little. It was a three pack or a two pack, and back in February, mm -hmm. two twenty one pack fire. By the way. Um, big L bars produced by uh, my guys Buddha and Grands. Um, um, you named the song Big L bars. 
Um, could you say? Would you say that Big L was uh you were a Big L fan back in the day? I'm a huge Big L fan. He's like, I, I love that man. Not a lot of niggas know about Big L. Yeah, he's one of my main influences. And if you pay attention, cause that that beat is uh, that's the Milk Bone beat from uh, I forget what the name of the song is off the top of my head, but you know Jay Z and uh, and Big L killed that beat, Seven Minute Freestyle. Mm -hmm. Ah, yes, yes sir. Or that, I'm sorry, not that exact beat, but the beat was sampled from the same sample. Mm -hmm. So, and real quick, let's go back. You said I dropped it back in February. That actually came out about a month ago. The two and 21 is actually, it's, it's countdown packs. So if you remember when Jordan was dropping the different- mm -hmm. You had the two you had the two pair of J's on there, yeah. So the first one was the one and 22 pack. Then you had the two and 21 pack. The next one coming up is the three and 20 pack. Cause you know, I'm, I'm real huge in the sneakers. And so I was dropping the two packs of songs. So that's basically, that was the inspiration for that. Rest in peace to those days at Rick's. Cover art, you'll see the, if you look at the, uh, the box, You'll mm -hmm. see Jordan in the middle, and then it says skis on the jersey, and then you got the two shoes. Yep. So that's that shit is so hard, bro. Kind of know that. Um, it has the same sample as that beat, right? And then if you pay attention to the way that I rap, like how Big L sets up his punchlines, I took the same style, and then it had that uh, it had that uh those cuts at the end from that same freestyle to the seven minute chunk. So damn. I really like that because between you doing that and what love is doing with the ladies in hip hop, I think it's such a great homage just to show that the, the people of this generation, we do our history. We're not like the little Yachty's and such that don't know who a Biggie song right. or a Pac song. And there's no slight to Yachty. I, I fuck with some of the shit that Yachty do, but that was a nasty time when we seen that. And just to see that with the music and like really going in, I mean, you got like some series and such like this and just, taking an extra effort to continue to show, you know, saying different pockets you guys can get into. And then, you know, me, like the countdown with the sneakers, that's going to, that intrigues me right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I said, rest in peace to the days at Rick's and sneaker town where you can just go and get a, a nice countdown pack, man. Like them days. is uh, countdown pack. So important real, bro. hip hop period. And, you know, Nas, he's, he's a great, um, a great, you know, uh, I guess a great, you know, someone to look to, you know, in terms of paying homage because of the way yeah. he paid homage to like those people who really. He's a great historian. Yeah. You could, yeah, great hip hop historian, right? Yes. Um, they they they're I think they're building the um or doing something like hip hop fifty or something of that nature. I don't know if it's a museum or something like that nature. Museum in Queens. Uh, that I I know someone who's actually working on that right now. But there's another one too. I don't know where it's gonna be at in New York, but. There's another one too that's uh that they're working on as well. Hopefully in the X. Yep. <laughs> yep. I think yeah, I think so. I think uh it's gonna be maybe in the Bronx or something like that. It gotta be. Um, but no, nah, it's it's important to, to pay homage, man. And that's I feel like that's a big portion of hip hop because there's a lot of people who paved the way and you know, you gotta you gotta show love, you gotta show you gotta pay homage. Like it's no other way to get into the game, you know what I'm saying? So that's why like when I meet you know what I'm saying? The D's and Y. Like, I met D and Y the other day. You know what I'm saying? Like, from Rough Riders. Come on, those are goats, man. Legends, man. On Instagram, and it may not get the likes that the picture with Swiss get. You know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. like, it's important because these are some of the people that paved the way that everybody don't really know. But these are the people that deserve those flowers, and they deserve mm -hmm. the because they helped pave the way for me.
You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. That's an, that's ooh, so much knowledge that you like. And just speaking of that, just the, the shoulders you've been rubbing, man, like how has that influenced you? Like what's some of the things you've been hearing, seeing, man? Because you, like I said, from Jay to DNY, like Jones, like you were in some crazy rooms, bro. You The Swiss playing the album like you was in the you was in some crazy rooms bro like how did that feel like Even what is the j like, being, like I'm, I'm 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 listening as a fan at this point you know what i'm saying i were like being in the room like for me it's it's crazy because like i was just telling you last year literally like probably today last year i was sitting sitting where i am right now and i was like trying to figure out my life you get what i'm saying and then fast forward a year later and now i'm in a room with fab Jim Jones and fucking Swiss Beats all at the same time listening to an unreleased DMX record. You get what I'm saying? So it's it's really wow. crazy. But for me, in the moment, and this and this is uh this is kind of advice to to other people who are listening who may be in these rooms as well, or maybe they'll be in a position to be in one of these rooms one day. You just gotta act like you've been there. You know what I'm saying? Like the Swiss the Swiss Beats. I met Mary J. Blige, bro. Come on, Blige, you know what I'm saying? And told her, like, you know, I've been listening to you since I was about seven years old. Like, I, I grew up on your music. My mom loves you. Like, I love you. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? And it was cool. But then it's like when you in the car going home or you you get back to your hotel, you're like, yo, I just fucking with me. Ah, it it sets in. The fanboy sets in. Right. But <laughs> when you're in that, when you're in those moments, it's like, you know, you gotta really. You just gotta act like you've been there because at the end of the day, there are people just like you're a person, and you wouldn't like it if somebody, you know, you may have fans, whatever you do, you know what I'm saying? Whether you cook, whether you make music, you may be a football player, whatever, you know what I'm saying? You wouldn't like it if somebody ran up on you and was drooling all over you and just made it hot. You don't want to yeah. make, it, you know what I'm saying? But Hell yeah, being in those rooms though, it's like, and I said this on my uh, on my Facebook, somebody had asked me like what it was like. I'm starting to come more to terms now where it's like, I'm supposed to be in these rooms. It's not, I'm like, it's a reason why I'm in these rooms because before it felt like at first it was like, well, damn, I'm just, I'm only here with Conway. I'm Conway, man. Da -da 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 -da. Like, but then I had to think about it. Like, shit, I just was on La Machina three times. Whoo, come on. You know, yes, you were. No. Yes, you were. These people, actually, these people actually probably know me without really knowing me. So let me go over ah. here and introduce myself. Oh, yo, you, okay, yeah, I heard. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's how you, I guess, gain that confidence. Like, yo, now nah, hold up, I'm supposed to be here. You know what I mean? So that's 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 like what it kind of feels like to be in those rooms now, you know what I mean? Um, Now, what you're saying that like being on La Machina three times, oh, pardon me, oh, go ahead, go ahead, Los, go ahead, Los. Um, any artist you'd like to work with from any genre, not just rap? Um, I want to do a song with uh with Floetry. Yes. Come on, you're gonna bring bring them back together. Whoa. Yes. Whoa. He's both. gonna bring them back together. I need both. Not just Marsha, both of them. I need both of them. That poetry and, she and I'm sorry, I, I think her name is I wanna say is that's what I'd be I'd be forgetting too, bro. I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> I wanna say it's her, but I don't wanna lie. But Shout out, shout out to her, shout out to Marsha, man. They're they're a beautiful, beautiful tandem. Um, Natalie Stewart. Natalie Stewart. I don't know why I wanted to say uh, I always forget it, but now that I hear it, I now it's like I always heard it now. Right, right, right. The Amazing S poet. Stewart. I knew it was an S somewhere. But uh yeah, definitely flow tree. Um, I love flow tree. Um, 
shout out to my man Rose. He's actually an artist from the town that I've worked with, and he's more so on like a alternative like singer. Where he's got a he's got a dope sound. Um, I got a track with him. It's like a summer record um, that I'm actually gonna be dropping soon, and I'm I'm real excited about. So um, that's somebody else that I've I've worked with that's that's done some different stuff. Um, but in terms of like industry cats, like I haven't really given it too much thought because I've been so focused on just like getting my sound out there. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people have been asking me too, like, yo, who all you got on your album? Like what you, you know what I'm saying? What features you got? And I'm like, I didn't really want no features. Like everybody Ooh. on my album is from Buffalo. That's what, come on. <laughs> Literally. That's, I mean, I'm that's wrong, kind of much, you kind of had that on the last one also. You had Soul, you had Bob. I think that was pretty much all Buffalo also. <laughs> Gotta think this is my this is my drum work debut, you know. True, true. Album. This is my first album. Like this is gonna be technically my first album. So if you think about Kendrick Lamar with uh what was his joint? Not section eighty, joint before section eighty. Uh overly dedicated. Like my overly dedicated or my section. You get what I'm saying? So I wanted I really wanted it to be me. I didn't want it to be okay, now I got Big Sean, I got Jid, and I got da 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 da. And these are people that are accessible. You know what I'm saying? Like all Conway has to do is really make a phone call, and I got I got phone numbers. So I I can hit these different people up. You know what I mean? It's not really hard to do, but I wanted people to know me before they know mm -hmm. me. Like I it's that, yeah. and it's good to have those names on there. It's always dope. It sells more records, and it's it's a great look. You know what I'm saying? And they're all great artists, but it's like, man, I want people to know me. Exactly. And know where I'm from, the people that that I have respect for. You know what I'm saying? But what's some people from the town that you do have on there? Um, so I mean, I got obviously I got Conway on there. I got um Love the Genius on there. Mm. I, um, wait, I have Dakota Sevilla. If you know who Dakota is, Dakota. I'll look her up. I look. I mean, sometimes I be know people by their real names. Sometimes I don't be knowing their artist names. Yeah. I met Dakota. Um, I met Dakota. In 2019, and I said the day that I met her, if you know, if I had a record label, whatever, and I had the means to sign her, I would have signed her that day. She's absolutely fire. Um, I got Origino on there, B boy. Shout um, out my bro Nelson. That's his. Yep. Shout out to my bro. Yep. I have um Jillian Hainsworth on the album. She's mm. PA. Yes, sir. Yeah. And um, that's everybody. Yep. That's now, cool. are these like are these like the young ladies? Are these like singers? Like besides love, are these like singers? Like or are they like rappers too? No. Uh, so uh, Jillian, she's a poet. She's strictly. Okay. A poet. And then, or actually, she sings too, but I don't think nobody knows that. So don't don't, don't tell her that or don't say that I told you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Neither but here nor there. What <laughs> is a singer? She can rap too, but she's a singer. Yeah. Okay. So she she did some vocals on on one of my tracks, and then Jillian, she she delivered. A poem that's like just gonna blow your mind. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's it's one of the high points of the album. It's like one mm. of the, I had a top five points on the album. It's in the top five. Like every oh, time, yeah, I'm interested in this. Every time I listen to it, I get chills. Ooh. That's the thing. I think with I think shout out to you know what I'm saying West Side and such like that. Just incorporating poetry back in, into yeah. rap. You know what I'm saying we haven't seen it in so long. I think it's so great for music. I seen somebody made a post that's like, I think every artist should find some way to incorporate jazz into their music. Mm -hmm. I think somebody every should find some way to incorporate poetry too, man. Like spoken yeah. word, man, it's it's so good to the soul, man. Like them deaf 
them deaf poetry ears, man. Like it's deaf jam and poetry coming together. So it was we have a connection somewhere. And those it's I'm glad that it's happening with you know what I'm saying our music, man. That's really that's really dope to see. Poetry, you know what I'm saying? I was doing I was doing poems in my music. I, I had a track, a full track that was just a poem actually from 2011. That was on my second mixtape. Oh, that's that's amazing. You know, and, and I, Come like, on. I love doing that shit. You know what I mean? But I think when you bring somebody else in, it just it brings a totally different perspective. Jillian is from the east side. You feel mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like she grew up around the corner. She actually references it in the poem, which is it's like one of those parts that just like every time I hear it, I want to start crying. It's just the way that she put it. It's so beautiful, bro. Like it's it's like next level. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole album, the whole album is just it's it's got such a great feel and it's relatable and it's strong. You feel what I'm saying? The first half of the album is just like very um it's like in your face kind of. Mm -hmm. I'm rapping different than I've ever rapped before. Like that's that's what everybody's gonna say. Like, yo, you you kind of changed up. Not in a sense like I'm dumbing anything down or anything, but it's more so my cadence and um I guess my aggressiveness. Cause normally I'm real just chill. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm at you. But in this shit, I'm I'm like more so I want you to like really feel me. And then the second half of the album is very like it's more um it's just more heartfelt. I kind of chill yeah. out and kind of bring it down a notch, but everything I'm spitting at you or every song is just very like you feel it right here, like for real, especially if you're from the town. Okay. And, I like and you that. Can, know me more you know what i'm saying like i was saying earlier people don't know me you know what i'm saying people know my face i'm not nobody cousin you know you know how buffalo you everybody, everybody's you, my cousin you somebody cousin or or you used to hoop or you used to play football for this person or you know what i'm saying so that's how i know this nigga like he used to ball over here i'm not none of that i'm not nobody cousin i ain't used to hoop over there niggas don't know me from the J. like nah like i'm a rapper bro but niggas don't really know my story Right, I really get my story in the album. It's called Abolished Uncertainties. Abolishing Uncertainties. I like that because that yeah. was pretty much going to be my question. What was your vision for your next album? Abolished Uncertainties. Abolishing Uncertainties. Abolishing Uncertainties. I like that. So, because like I said, that was going to be my question. Was you know I'm saying what was the vision for your next you know I'm saying um project? But you already got it ninety five percent done. So yeah. that's good to hear. Um, so you know I'm saying um before I get into like just some sneaker talk real quick. What is some of you, like? What do you like to listen to outside of rap? Like, say you said flowetry. So, what are you like? An R and B? I'm an R and B head. I, they they kill me every day because we do waves of the week about that's songs. Right. Like songs we listen to. You about to play some Barry White soon. It's either I'm playing some R and B or I'm just playing some. You know what I'm saying? Some smooth shit. I like I like I like smooth shit. I, I grew up around soul music, a lot of Earth, Wind, and Fire, a lot of that shit. So mm -hmm. I'm I'm a, I'm an R and B singer at heart. You know what I'm saying? But. I listen to the thuggery with them. <laughs> but I mean, what do you like to listen to outside of rap? Because I know, I think a lot of artists don't, I mean, a lot of artists don't listen to just rap. Yeah, I mean, I listen to a little bit of everything. If it sounds good to me, then I'll listen to it. Like, you know, I mean, I try and, try and just keep an open ear. I listen to a lot of Sade, though. A lot I like that. A lot of, um, I listen to a lot of Saba, J. Cole. Um, there are a lot of good things about Saba. Yeah, I uh, love Saba's dope. I mean, Lauren Hill, Queen. Um, I listen to a lot of. I fuck with A Child. A Child is dope. He has a different sound. Uh, but I, 
love like I really love rap. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. I, rap got me through so much. Whether so different pockets of rap. Yeah, whether it be it may be big crit or it may be fucking. Mm, talk. We love crit up here. We love crit up here. One of my favorite artists. If you haven't seen it, I did a freestyle for Big Crit, uh, like in person at one of his shows, and that shit was crazy. I, I got a video. It's on my. Uh, it's on my. It's on my. I believe it's on my Instagram. Uh, but you can check that out. But um, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like even like with him, he got me through a period of my life where I couldn't even make music, and I was just like. I was very like depressed about it, you know what I'm saying? And just listening to them got me through, you know what I'm saying? Mob Deep, they one of my favorites. Um, you know what I'm saying? Nas, definitely one of my favorites. Jay-Z, definitely one of my favorites. So, you know, like you said, different pockets of rap, like that's that's what really be getting me through. But I, I have an appreciation for everything, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. like, Black Sabbath sometimes. I just wake up and I want to listen to Black Sabbath. Like I be rocking out, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Alice in Chains? Huh? Alice in Chains, Nirvana. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm, that's no. my bag. You know what I'm saying? Like, why not? You know what I no, mean? Facts. As long as it's not no racist shit, like in the lyrics, I'm rocking with it. I feel you. That's how. I, that's how I am with a lot of music, bro. Like, they kill me on like on my. Uh, I like listening to like. Like black, like K Tandra, like shit, like that. Like I fuck with, like I like black artists, but that aren't doing different shit too. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But when it leaks into hip hop too, it's even better. You know what I'm saying? They, I love like Kid Cudi is one of my favorite artists. You know what I'm saying? He put me, he took me to all the different sounds and shit that you know what I'm saying make me appreciate other sounds of pockets of rap and shit like that. Mm -hmm. But what's some artists that you're you know what I'm saying listening to right now? Like what's on what's on your playlist? You know what I'm saying right now when you like I said on your workouts or you. You know what I'm saying? You just chilling in, in the car or something like that. What you listening to right now? Conway the Machine. <laughs> Shout out to Big Bro. I'm listening to West Side Gun. listening to Benny the Butcher. Um, I'm listening to Kendrick Lamar a lot of the time. J. Cole. You waiting for that Kendrick album. He playing. Man waiting. You waiting on it for sure. Um, I listen to a lot of a lot of ASAP Rock, Rocky. Mm -hmm. uh, listening to Billy Esco. You know what I'm saying? I like to keep Shout it. Shout out to Billy Esco, man. He been moving heavy, man. Shout out to Cafe. Word, man. You know what I'm saying? I like to keep it, I like to keep it like, you know what I'm saying? Like if I jump in my car, I want to hear something familiar a lot of the time. You know what I'm saying? When I'm on a plane, then that's when I'm kind of checking out different stuff, things that I haven't listened to. It's an art, or actually, uh, 03 Greedo. That's why I just started listening mm. to it. Like 03. West Coast, okay. Like, I, mean, I love the West Coast, man. Period. Like West Coast, I'll, I'll just, I rock with the West, period. So hold you, Lowe's. Just started listening to 03 Greedo. <laughs> You got, a, you got a whole death row shirt on. I be trying to tell him I'm low key fake from the West Coast, bro. They be killing me. I'm low key fake from Cali, but that's me being. <laughs> but uh, but now like you know, I like to keep it familiar for like my my playlist. I listen to a lot of Nipsey. Um, I listen to a lot of DMX. Um, you know things that you could like music that you can feel. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? When I'm listening to music, a lot of the time and I. You know, I'm jumping in the car. <clears throat> I want to hear something like when I'm riding, it's like something that's speaking to me, somebody that's speaking to me. You know what I mean? Because I can't listen to a lot of the younger generation because I feel like they're not speaking to me or speaking for me. Like I, I can speak for myself, but it's like they're not speaking a language that I can really, not that I can't understand it, but it's I can't relate to it. Can't be in the club 24 7. 
It's not even about being in a club, though. It's just more. Well, it's about the sound, like you know what I'm saying. You when you're in the car, you're like sometimes you want to have that, just like that you feeling. Mellow out. That, you know I'm saying that mellowed out time. You know what I'm saying. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's I a mean, feeling. Blow out. Like I don't be. I'm, I'm not a super turned up nigga. Like I don't. You know what I mean. I don't drink. I don't smoke. So I don't be in that vibe. You know what I mean. I be gotcha. in more. I be in my my. I'm trying to chill. Let me let me sit back and zone real quick. I feel you on that. Is that type of the more? Is that more what influenced you to? make the type of music that you make um not really because even with that like I, I guess you can say in a way but i still have like i'm just so i feel like i'm very unique as as a lyricist you know what i'm saying like it's only a few people that really can inspire me like i listen to black thought i listen to kendrick lamar i listen to jay cole like those are like Boy. andre those are my guys that i go to when i say okay i want to sit down okay. and Inspired, like that's a good four. You know what I'm saying? Like these are the cats that I want to listen to, the Nas's, the Jay Z's. Those mm -hmm. I'm going to for that type of inspiration. But other than that, like if I'm just in the car, just I'm zoning, man. I'm trying to just, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get right. Now I feel you on that, man. Now getting into sneakers, like you said, you know when I met you, yo, you see me in the sneaker lines, in and out of villa, sometimes just chilling and shit. How far back do y'all go? I mean, this was just like. I'm going like what 2014 13 maybe 2012 2012 you know i i used to be i used to be out here in these streets bro i chilled i chilled out a lot i used to be out here bro. Mm -hmm. yeah i thought i told i told him about the square and shit. um at villa yeah yeah i told him about the square and shit like how everybody was just that was just the melting pot for the city right there you'll see everybody down there it was. Yeah, the squares yeah. Even told him about the free pizza spot, the the crazy, uh, the little Christian ums uh, meeting. It was like wow. the Christian up center. They would give out the free pizza and oh, shit, bro. I told him about it, that. Facts. No, nah, that's a fact, bro. That's a fact. It used to be crazy lit down there, man. Sure. But um, but speaking about sneakers, man. I mean, like I said, you speak a lot in your song. One of your slogans is, "Yo, let me separate the Jordan ones from the Jordan mids." Yes, sir. Now, yeah, speak of, like, where does that, like, where does that, like, what is your, I know you love Jordan 1s, but where does the inspiration for that slogan and, like, how does it leak into where you, what you're talking about rap? It's funny. You are the first person to actually ask me about that. I've been, I've done probably 20 interviews in the last months, and you're the first person to ask me that. So, shout out to you for knowing that and actually knowing to ask me that. And also, shout out to the person that I saw on Twitter the other day that actually tried to clown that shit, whoever you are. They probably, they probably got the bread Jordan one mids. They probably wear mids. Yeah, they probably wear mids. And smoke mids too. Them. There you go. So uh basically what it is, like like you said, like Jordan ones. I got a history with Jordan ones going back to like 2006. You know what I'm saying? That was always like one of my favorite Jordans. And it was one of my favorites because people always sleep on it. Now, with me being an artist. And I told you my story, like, you know what I mean? We've, we've been trying to get this notoriety for such a long time. We've been trying to be established artists for a long time. And I always felt slept on, you get what I'm saying? And so with, like, the the rap, the rap that Jordan 1's got for the longest time, because people would disrespect the hell out of Jordan 1's. Oh, it looks like a dunk, all this stuff. They, they still do, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, they, they, would, they would talk down on a Jordan 1. And so... It was always like for me, and then when it got a little bit more popular, it was like, wait a minute, like y'all niggas be wearing mids. They made Jordan ones for real. Like Jordan ones is the highest. So 
my thinking was, I remember, because uh, I started saying this shit back in 2017 when I was actually still wearing ones. But I was in a studio and I was like, man, we're about to separate the Jordan mids from the Jordan highs because mm. the Jordan highs is the OGs. Jordan didn't mm-hmm. play in no mids. Not, no, no. Ever. Ever. The closest you got was the first like prototype of them shits. They was just a little shorter, but right. those ain't those ain't mids. <laughs> ain't mids. He he hooped in the highs. Right, and highs look better. They're they're a better price point. And so I said, yo, that's why to just be my shit. We about to separate the Jordan mids from the Jordan highs. And it's like, yo, it's also like we separating the high grade from the mid grade. We talking in terms of like we, you know what I'm saying? So we separating the high from the right mid. Dope. Feel what I'm saying? And the highs just look better. They just they more swaggy. That's what I'm trying to be. Y'all niggas, you know what I'm saying? Not y'all niggas, but you know, y'all niggas, y'all be wanting to be mids and shit and fit mm-hmm. in with everybody else. You see mids more because they make more of the mids. So when we're talking in terms of rappers, I'm trying to be a top-tier rapper. I'm not trying to be a cookie cutter mid-tier rapper. Like I want to be up here. I want to be, you know what I'm saying, considered one of the highs. So you know, we're gonna separate the I'm the separation of Jordan Mids and Jordan Highs because I'm mm-hmm. And if you didn't know, there's only one thing that separates the Jordan Mids from the Jordan Highs. Well, a few things, but the main thing is it's an extra eyelet in the highs. So the eye, it's, it's nine eyelets in the highs and it's eight in the mids. Mm. Dog, I'm not going to hold you. I don't even have any. I never had any mids even though. Like, I only got the Jordan 1, so I, I wouldn't even know that. But that's crazy. Him breaking that that's- line down? The Come way on. you just did makes Come it on. like 10 times harder. <laughs> Clark Kent would be proud. I don't like the extra colorways on the ones either. The only ones I like are the red and black OGs with the white right. and, the, and the gold and black. I saw a yellow and black the other day. I almost puked. I saw <laughs> no, green I and like black the other day. I almost puked. Just the red, red and black, just the gold and black. That's all. Yeah, man. Yeah, the mids. I mean, I, I got respect for the new loves and I got respect for like the alpha. That's, you know what I'm saying? There you go. I'll give, and even the old loves, I'll give, I'll give some respect for those, but, bro. And that was in the pack. Yeah. That we, was the pack. <laughs> we can't do mids. Can't do no mids. Now you said, like you said, you used to, do you not, do you not subscribe to Jordan 1s anymore? Or the hype at least? And this, and this is what's crazy. Ever, and I'm not saying this because, you know, I'm humble, bro. But ever since, you know, I kind of upped where I am as far as, you know what I'm saying, where I am as an artist and everything, I really only want to wear sneakers that niggas can't get. <laughs> you feel mm-hmm. So like the last pair, I think one of the last pair of sneakers that I copped was the uh, not for resale one. Before that one, it's the red one. It's not the yellow one. But before that one, I hadn't really bought a, a Jordan one in almost two years because I can't stand anything with like real like crazy hype that like it, it has no like there's no sense behind it. No story, no nothing behind it. And like, I I have a very strong distaste for that. You know what I'm saying? So when I started seeing people, everybody wanted to rock ones and ones was selling out. And you know, when I was still working at the sneaker store, people was coming and buying every single pair of mids that we had and reselling it for fifty dollars, sixty dollars over over uh, over retail. It is nasty. It was like, yo, I can't even wear ones no more because. The hype is just too high right now. I gotta wait for it to die down because I don't want to look like the rest of y'all. It's crazy right now. You see, they and like I started wearing Yeezys because I never was a Yeezy dude. I would mm-hmm. always wear. I, you know me. I was always a Jordan dude. Yeah. And when I saw that, because you know I, I stopped buying general releases too. So 
when I seen that, I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta transition to something else. And so I transitioned to like Nike shocks and I started wearing Yeezys and all that. So, but now like I'll buy certain Jordans. Like I, I got the unions, the union fours in there. What else I got in there? I got them, uh, not for resale one, not for resale ones. Um, I just copped some, uh, some De La Soul lows. The nice. classics. Did they get the splits? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, you stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Got the Margiela split right in there. <laughs> nah, you crazy. That's a classic, though. Um, I like the Insta Pump Margiela's. Mmm, those are those are those are nice. Those come, ones. I just was in clothing. They had a pair on in clothing. Uh, shout out my man Chris. He uh, he some got outfits make them look nice. Some people been rocking them, making them look nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I do a little bit of everything now. I used to just be strictly okay. Give me the give me the retros. I do a little bit of everything now though. I just don't want to look like the rest. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want to look like niggas. But I wanna I want I want niggas to understand that you know you know I I've been doing this sneaker shit for a long last time. Like niggas can't niggas can't talk about sneakers like I can talk about sneakers. That's why I put them in the raps. Mm. I know heavy. You know what I'm saying? Like just real shit. I know that I know the history. I know a lot about sneakers. So like, you know, I need niggas to understand. Like whenever they see J skis, like nah, why? So is there is there sneaker battles between you and West Side? Who wins? <laughs> I mean, West is probably gonna win just based off the fact that that nigga is like a millionaire. Like, <laughs> <laughs> with him, when I'm up there with him, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. But West get fly though. I ain't gonna lie. We do. He but do. Con get fly too though. He do. Nah, Con been yo. yo. Oh, the Yo, I'm a buck. I'm a buckethead connoisseur myself. He's yeah. been going crazy with the buckets, yo. With the buckets. He's been going crazy. Into the buckets and all that. Like I, yeah, I see a dunk fan too. Big joint, crazy big joint. Oh my god, yes. Ah, uh, yeah. I need to get back into these buckets. Yeah, he's definitely, he's definitely, he's. I see he been heavy on the ducks, heavy on the babe. I've been, I've been watching, yo. I, yeah. I, I, I like it though. Yeah, you know that's man. Jay, top, top three shoes all but, time. Oh yeah, here we go. Infrared six, Aqua eight, and I'm gonna say that Aqua eight. Gotta say Aqua eight. That's, that's, that's my favorite shoe. That's my that is my favorite shoe of all time. Aqua. Uh, so what was it? That's I why I wore the Florida Marlins, man. Aqua. Huh. Um, so what did I say? Infrared six, aqua eight, and the uh the black and silver, um, black and silver five. Mm, mm-hmm. Me, man, always always way joint. This I know which one do you talk about the metallic the metallic ones or yeah, metallic yeah. Yes. Man, me oh man, to three, I'll probably have to say ones, and I had to say probably to say ones I cop, but me, I'll probably say black cement threes. Poof, black cement threes. Oh my god, <laughs> Jesus Christ, black it's cement tough. threes. Oh man, I ain't gonna I gotta put a grail in there, man. I probably, I, I probably have to because I still, this is probably one of the greatest Air Force Ones, man. That uh, that entourage, man. That entourage Air Force One is one of the greatest shoes I've ever seen in my life. I'm an Air Force One mm-hmm. head, bro. I love Air Force Ones, man. Growing up, I didn't even wear Jordans because I couldn't afford them, so all I had was Nike. Come on. I had two stacks. Um, two stacks. You know what I'm saying? Of all Jordan everything. was a luxury back in the day, bro. For a fact. I a remember a time when people would stand outside the sneaker store, athletes for Bailey and Kensington. Come on. But like Air Force One drops. It wasn't waiting on Jordans. Bro, actually, I probably probably put the camel joints, man. I remember getting them joints and going to Jerry's, bro. Mm. Instantly, man. And every time I used to go into Ricks, I see them like, yeah. 
I got them ones right there, man. <laughs> he pointed them out. He like, yeah, yeah bro. It was like, 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 bro. Air Force Ones was like, that was Jerry, Jerry's was a staple. That's one that you go there and get the ill pictures. Pictures that be trying to take today, looking like that's, the um, early two thousands. That's where we used to go. That's a staple in in Buffalo history. For like, real, bro. Jerry's pick or or what was the other shit called in the mall? The plat platinum or whatever. Yeah, it was it was right there. As soon as you come in, as soon as you come in the entrance, like where street game at. In buff, like you had to go and do that, or you didn't grow up in Buffalo, bro. You used to go there and take the pictures, and you'd be like the source cover or some shit like that, bro. It was funny, yeah. It was dumb. Fire now, now, I got a question about okay, so me and my man's right here because he's from Buffalo, as you know, yep. and me and him go. And I, I'm from the Bronx, born and raised, and the Bronx were pizza snobs up here, yep. Here we go. I know and my man, my man over no. here says, is yes. Oh, so you know where I'm going with it. Buffalo pizza is better. Tell him, oh, bro. Tell him. I don't know. It's me. When you got to fold shit in the X, we fold our shit like a tortilla. Y'all can't okay. do that with y'all. Yes, we can. No. Nah, go to the right place. I don't like to fold my pizza, but it's no need to, bro. Like that paper thin pizza, New York style pizza, I don't like it. Our piece about that thick, bro. Y'all can have the wings. Y'all, y'all own the wings, but the pizza, that's our shit. Nah, bro. Respectfully. I just was having this debate with somebody like literally like two days ago. Me and this yeah. nigga had this debate at least weekly. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had buffalo pizza? I have not. Nope. Okay, no, nope. so and as soon as soon as as soon as I go up there, I'm we going Lenovas. You gotta bring a box. You can go to no, the four boxes and they will send you a pie. Overnight to your crib, and then you put it in your oven, and and let the, let the shit cook, and you can experience buffalo pizza. Swear to God, my people in the A do that. How did you not tell me this? <laughs> I think I did. No, you know it's crazy. I was going to tell you that because I was about to. I was asking my sister, how does Lenovas do that? Because I was going to send you some of her food. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Big Ma's Kitchen, oh, but man. um. But nah, but they can do that, yo. My people in the A do that all the time, bro. Right, they they do I'm gonna time. have to do that. I'm gonna have to try I'm this for myself. Or if he be trying to clown our pepperonis and all that. It look like lunch to the glizzies, man. Lenovo is good, but I'm not gonna call top tier buffalo pizza. But Lenovo is good. My favorite, my favorite is Carbones. I ain't gonna lie, I like the new bocce's downtown. Uh huh. Um, what's the shit that Sue got the other night? What was that shit? That was Down the Way State. Oh, he had Down the Way State. But so, Gino and Joe's too. Gino, well, that's the NY style piece. We we got shit that's like y'all. I like. But I say Carbones, Bocci's. Well, Leonardi's when they was open. Yeah. Leonardi's, they was lit as fuck. And Franco's and I mean somebody. I, I I ain't gonna lie, yo. As much as I, I'm really an uptown east side kid, I don't really get too much Buffalo pizza down in the South Buffalo because it's a little racist down there. Oh, it's a little oh, racist. Avenue two. Avenue two on the corner of his old street. Yeah, what? avenues two. Yes, 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 yes. You get the big ass slice. Yeah, but I remember when this was a buck fifty. Facts, bro. You're like four seventy five now. Oh yeah, you $1. definitely fifty for a joint, just a bigger joint, dollar fifty. Uh, but the shit the, really covered half the box. The slice is gonna be this big. You think of the pizza box? It literally covers a half of the pizza box. Mm -hmm. You cut that the half of the pizza box in half. That's how big the slice is. 
Mm-hmm. I'm gonna look into that Lenovo's delivery because I need to see this shit. I'm telling you, bro. I told you Buffalo's lit, bro, with the food. We don't play, man. It's a point. But um, last crazy thing, man. So like being at Villa, man, for that time, what was the like craziest things working there, man? Like, cause I know you've been there for some time, and the sneaker game has been crazy back in the day. Yeah. What's some of the craziest things you've seen working there? Uh, I think the cra- the craziest release was the uh, 2011 Concord. Release. Oh my god! I remember that shit because um, <sighs> that was bef- that was when a lot of the or was that 2011? Yeah, 2011. Um, that was when a lot of the like spots will still do like midnight releases and shit. And we did a midnight release in that plaza. We didn't have no security. And bruh, it was it was absolute like mayhem, bro. They literally came in just like a triangle force, bro. It was mayhem, bro. I remember my man was outside. I'm not gonna say his name, but my man was outside. I think some nigga punked him and I was he came he was like, bro, they they skipped me and he was crying. I'm like, bro, like you a grown ass man. You gonna let that man skip you, bro? You got it, yeah, bro. You a grown ass man. It was it was lit in them blinds, bro. And uh, man, it was between that release, um, the 07 Aqua release. Um, that was crazy because I was actually in line for that one. I was working at Finish Line at the time, but I was at the one in the Eastern Hills. Oh yeah, that, oh that's a long time ago. Or over in the Cali. So I remember everybody was just out front because you know this was when. Like when Jordans would drop, it would be once every two months, once every three months. You mm-hmm. know, you wasn't getting three drops every every week. You know what I'm saying? And man, I remember them doors opened up, security came, niggas busted them doors open, niggas ran down, and I ran over the finish line. I got my pair, I was good. Um, another one of the craziest releases also was uh, you remember the first Fresh Prince Five? Oh my god, yo, everybody was Fresh dumb Prince hype over those. Yeah, the first it was one. gray, the gray ones. Gray one. Yeah. The first one's colorway. Yeah. It was gray with the purple. Oh. With the purple and then the, the two color jump mans and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we How was the hard. only store. This is when I was at the throughway location. We was the only yep. store in Buffalo, in the entirety of Buffalo, that got them in kids. <laughs> and I remember because the girl work at oh, everybody oh, kids had them kids, yo. I swear to God, they came at. It was a Friday. They came at 10 a.m. and waited outside until the next day, bro. But he's for a kid size, though. Like, I can understand if it was like a men's size, it was real limited. No, this girl wanted her daughter to have these shit. They knew the game. They knew the game by now, bro. They definitely knew the game by now. It was crazy. It was a crazy release. It was a few real crazy ones. I remember uh, one one of the funny stories that I got. It was this dude who would come uh, all the time, and uh, he would cop, you know what I'm saying, any release pretty much. And I remember uh, he was tight because when the Zoom Galaxy Rookies came out the first time, he had came to my store, and I I actually had to wait outside for those because it was only like nine pairs. And I waited outside for them joints, and I was sitting there, and I think I copped the last pair before he got. So he was tight. And so the next release that came out, it was a pair of phones or something. And uh, he came, walked up, and I was cashing him out. His box was messed up, but it was the last size we had. He looked at me, he was like, man, you don't never, uh, you don't never, bet your box will never that. I, was like, <laughs> I was like, bro, I don't wear the box. And everybody in the line was cracking the fuck up, bro. Come on, son, like. I don't wear the box. I don't give a fuck about the box, bro. I wear my sneakers. 
You know what I'm saying? This was nothing. Wear your kicks, y'all. You know what I'm saying? So rock your kicks. You know what I mean? Big yeah. facts. And I done wore my bacons like five times already. The reseller shit has never been cool to me. Even when I first started working at, at Finish Line and all that, it never, like, I get it that, you know, it's, it's part of the game. You know what I'm saying? It's an opportunity to make some bread. I ain't never going to knock nobody hustle, but it's never been cool to me, bro. Like, being a sneakerhead is not about copping or, you know what I'm saying, and, and then flipping it for $50. It's about when you get up on whatever day that shoe come out, you know what I'm saying? You excited. You got a chance to go and get your fucking shoe you've been thinking about for the last two, three months since you first seen it. Or mm-hmm. seen it. And you know what I'm saying? You get the satisfaction of getting up, you know what I'm saying? Running down, getting your size, casting out, and then getting that shoe home. And then you can put that shit on your foot. Like, damn, I really, like, yo, I've been waiting on this shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like anything else. Like, whether it be music, you know what I'm saying? You've been waiting on your favorite artist to drop. And her. Saying, finally got that Her debut album. Finally. You know what I'm saying? That album. <laughs> like, damn, I've been really waiting. Like, the reseller shit has never been cool to me, bro. Like, niggas running down. I Actually, this morning. I got up this morning trying to get them orange Yeezy slides. Oh, my God, man. Line is finally on. back open. Jesus. Fucking Yeezy supply this morning looking dumb as hell. Because when I opened up the link, it opened it up in Safari instead of Chrome. You know you can't buy shit on Safari from mm-hmm. So I opened it up. And then I opened it up. I realized that I was on um, Safari, not on Chrome. I opened it up on Chrome, and it was sold out. And Safari Instantly. still loading and shit. <laughs> 2.5 seconds, them joints be gone, bro. But I went on I went on StockX right afterwards. Some slides for $60. I go on StockX, they $260. For some slides? And it's, it's like, bro, it's like, it's like, I get it. It look like they prison slides, bro. <laughs> some slides. The orange, no, they are fired. They fire. I'm fine. I'm joking. But it's what like, I'm saying, though, like, come on. 260? Buck, but it's like, bro, that shit is steep. That's nasty, bro. It's nasty. That's why I ain't going to lie. That's why, to me, like, this point, man, like, if I can get to the shoe, I can get it. But at this point, man, like... I found a love, like you said, you start finding love for different things. Like I got, I found a love for start making my own shoes. Like yeah. I had to, lo- I had to, you know, what I'm saying the luxury of having a conversation with Ari, who made the the menthols. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. On because I, you know, what I'm saying you know, I don't know if you follow PG Knows on on Instagram. Post a lot of um heat on it. Long story short, yep, yeah, I made a flip of of the same shoes that I got. I did. I made a flip of the Newport joints, my own joint called the Lucy's, whatever, whatever. And mm-hmm. I tagged them as such, whatever. And he had posted them joints, and I was like, "Hey, joints uh, look kind of similar, but neither here nor there." Mm-hmm. That led me to, you know, what I'm saying, end up having a conversation with Ari, and we would just start talking about sneakers and just kind of like same thing we talking about, just the love and the art of the history of the joints. Started showing me joints from like '09, like the what was those black orange? It was like orange, black, and green Air Force Ones, like just history, man, and like just stuff that you, you know, what I'm saying the love of sneakers, like I said, but. I started like making my own joints. I made my man some sneakers on Nike ID. Like I just started messing around with that just to have something different. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, right. you know what I'm saying? like just simple. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like those hard, hard yeah. limited edition. Yep. <laughs> but like I said, just even that, or just like finding Air Maxes, or you know what I'm saying, dope Air Force Ones, or even to the point, like I said, you know what I'm saying, I put him onto like the some joints that came out back in the day that re released. But you know what I'm saying, just letting them know the history of it. Instead of just saying like, "Yo, these joints you could flip," you know what I'm saying? Because this, 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 and that, you know what I'm saying? It's rather than you know, one of the just, biggest sneaker heads I know. 
<laughs> bro, like that's what I'm saying. But like not even being funny, bro. Like seeing dudes like him and like multiple is multiple guys in the city that's been doing it for years at a high level. Mm-hmm. That you know what I'm saying when that next generation came in, bro. We just you know what I'm saying, we just kept it going, bro. Like I was like when that line for the concourse happened, like I was just happy to go there to see if I can get a second pair just so I could put up. I already oh, had mine, but I just happened to see the craziness, and it's just like this is not how it should be, bro. Right. Like this is not how it should be at all. And that's where I started like falling back for a while, man, and just started getting different shit, man. And just because <laughs> nobody else is gonna go crazy for that. And this right. how that's really how the sneaker game goes, man. Like for real, for real. Craziness leads you to other things, and that gets hyped, and it the cycle continues continues, man. Like it continues and continues. That's but man. But like I said, we don't want to keep you here too long, man. Last thing we want to know, like I said, you, you got the album said 95% done. Do we have a date? Is it somewhere this year? Or are we looking 2022? So we're we looking at this year. Um, you know what I'm saying? Hopefully before the tour. You know, the tour jumps off. Um, Love Will Get You Killed tour. Yep. Um, I'm there. Boston to Boston date. I'm there. It's crazy. His, his date is there. I'm and then there. right after y'all come to Buffalo. So we both going to be having something to talk about on the pod for real. Yeah, so, yeah, like um, hopefully before uh, before before the tour. So, you know, I can have that energy going. But, you know, it'll come when it needs to. I keep saying, you know, saying that I'm going to drop when the world is when the world needs it. Not when the world wants it, but when the world needs it. When the world needs it. I did have a date, um, you know, that we had that we felt good about. And we ended up having to move it. So, but the album wasn't done yet. And, you know, it was a lot of other things that still needed to be done. So, you know, it, it is what it is. But, you know, again, it's going to be, it's going to be here when the world needs it. So, you know, but looking at this year. And let them know what the name is again. Yes, yeah, so I joined it's called Abolished Uncertainties. So look out for Abolished Uncertainties, man. We can't wait to listen to that joint most definitely, especially after this conversation. And for me, it just as a Buffalonian, man, and just seeing somebody like, like I said, somebody that, I, you know what I'm saying, I know and seeing personally and just hearing this story, you know what I'm saying, the bits and pieces and being known that we can be able to find something even, you know what I'm saying, even more interceptive, introspective. I can't wait for that, man, most definitely. And shout out to Drumwork. We seeing the rise of the artists. We can't wait for love. We can't wait for everybody's moving. Like a lot of y'all is moving and grooving right there, man. Like I'm loving it right now. The whole city is moving and this is just great to see right now, man. You know, thank you for pulling up, man. Most definitely. Appreciate bro. it. You already know, man. Make sure y'all go follow me on Instagram, man, at J Skis. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you follow the movement as well, at Drumwork Music. You can follow me on Twitter as well, J Skis, J-A-E-S-K-E-E-S-E. And also make sure y'all stop by the website, man, bnblyc.com. That's my brand. Most definitely, bro. Yo, check the because I'm trying to get some of them shorts, so yeah. I ain't, I'm I'm definitely trying to get a shoe. You know, when when the winters I and mean, when the fall season come up, I'm a fall nigga. I need some of them jean jackets too, man. Them shit is hard. Hey, that, hey that, bro, I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you them joints. Look, he gets crazy, bro. He really gets crazy with them joints. Yes, sir. But nah, man. Thank you again, man. This was dope, man. Like I said, town love is what I always try to show, man. And like I said, you doing it at you doing it big right now. So we want to, you know, what I'm saying, just show you love, give you your flowers while you're doing it right now. Like I said, especially me, somebody oh, been seeing you doing it for a while. I want to give you your flowers as you're doing it. It's great to see what you're doing right now, man. And I hope it, like you said, inspires others to continue to do what they do, man. Sure, Shout man. out to you, bro. Facts, man. Appreciate you, man. All right, bro, man. You be easy, man. Uh, yeah, peace. Peace. Now, that was dope, bro. That was bro. dope. Look at man. I didn't know y'all went that far back. I mean, like I said, bro, like we're not like personal, personal friend, but like I said, Buffalo's a small city, man. Like I said, we 
you see people a lot of times, man, and it's just like I said, it's just you you can see somebody vibe as a cool nigga. You know what I'm saying? It's just I'm saying a dope slap up. Hum, humble dude, humble dude, definitely. Yeah, like I said, humble, humble. Definitely the nigga I would ask in the shoe in the shoe store to hold some shit down for me till I come back. Nah, bro. Like, yo, it was a lot of crazy releases, bro. Like, shoot, man, those midnight releases was really <laughs> crazy, man. But man, like I said, we gonna have some more stuff uh, lined up. I mean, like I said, we gonna get the crew on. You know what I'm saying? Probably, I mean, if we probably, we could probably do it tomorrow. Like I said, if anything, do an early show tomorrow. Uh, Wednesday. 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 Yeah, Wednesday. We talk about most of this wrestling shit. We talk wrestling and all that good stuff. But um, see if anything did we miss out on before? Oh, uh, the the fucking homeboy, homeboy getting his shit rocked, suplex America. Yo, yo, that nigga, yo, rest in peace to his dating life, cause it's rest a in dub. peace to his mentions. That it's a dub for that shit, and yo, I ain't gonna lie, my shorty, if you know that nigga could whoop my ass, don't bring me there. Just well, just, think, go, just go home. It, it it all depends on the situation too, cause if like. If he says some slick shit and, and I go up to him, like if he says some slick shit to my lady and my lady works with him and I go see him about it and like the only situation where I, I'm going in to the situation ready to lay hands on dude is if he put hands on my lady. Yeah, that's the only thing I'm wild. That's the only time I'm wild. I'm sorry. You're not going to get me killed. If it's, some, if it's some stupid work shit, don't bring me up here. You're not going to get me and, killed. And if, and if you know if this nigga can whip my ass. Like you, my my lady should know my limit. You were talking gang signs after. Like yeah, come on, like you should know. I ain't, come on. I, I want to live together. Get him. I want to live. Come on, like you had your man's out there looking like, like craziness, son. Craziness. He put he did the fucking uranagi on that nigga, bro. He said a uranagi. He did a uranagi on that nigga. I bro. thought that was nope. Samoa Joe. From at Dios. <laughs> I thought that was Joe doing all that with the with the highlighter green. That shit was nasty, bro, man. Rest in peace to that nigga's dating life, bro. Someone said that that like he can't raise his voice at any bitch anymore. Not not at all, bro. Not at all, bro. Not that not that you should. I mean, we're not condoning that here. But you're, nah, man. But it's, he's it's not going to get that off. He's he big beta. <laughs> he's big mm-hmm. beta in these streets, man. But you already know, man. Let's get ready to close this joint out, man. You already know where to follow us, man. Get your bars off podcasts on everything. Get your bars off brand. Get your bars off network coming soon, man. And we already out to the joint, man. Loso, Ari Stars. You know, shout out to the team, man. Shout out to Jay Skis for pulling up. I got to piss. But we out this joint, man. (laughs)